through a table of wrestling knowledge. Announce table. Fuck yeah. It is episode sixty. God damn two of the Spanish announce table. 62. 62. Uh, sitting here in the studio watching the Royals get, uh, I'd say they're getting their asses beat in this playoff game. Okay, good. They're, I'm, I'm a Yankees fan. Yeah, you're a Yankees fan. Now, we are in Kansas City, the Kansas City Metro. Area. And if you live next to something, you should automatically be a fan of it. Hey, this shitty fucking organization for Or if you years. don't have any affiliation whatsoever, you should just pick whoever you know wins everything just to make it easy on you. So, right, because right, you, you like winners. Right. Oh, yeah, so. that sucks. I don't like things that win. <laughs> I don't like things. I want to like something. What's going to be easy for me? I don't me? like things. That I'm not going to come up with it organically. I'm just going to be like, hey, those people win. That, that's, I like things. Yeah. I don't like things that try to win every time. That's what's called as the bandwagon. No, because I've yeah. been on it since '93. '93. <laughs> yeah. Don Mattingly. Uh huh. Huh? Huh? They didn't win shit with Don well, Mattingly. Uh. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Let's get off the baseball talk. Let's get off the baseball talk. Let's do some fun stuff. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought you were going somewhere else. No. Hey, we've got a stacked fucking show. We are going to talk to... Quickly, we're going to talk to Travis Conley. Let's do that. Well, we'll get to that. No, let's do Give it. Give me a second. Okay. We're going to talk to Travis Conley. Yep. And we've got a full-length interview for you later in the show with Magic Man. Magic Man. This... Okay, guys. I, honest to God. Like, buckle down and be on the oh, ride. Yeah. This is the best interview as far as entertainment that we've probably ever done yeah now obviously we've had bigger names seth rollins dean ambrose big e dolph ziggler not name dropping but i'm just telling you the truth yeah yeah you need help picking up those names right yeah however this one however no <laughs> get into this because yeah. this one oh this is one will, a will lot of fun knock your socks off even if you ain't wearing them some bitches yep. and we've got emails we've got tweet the tables we've got, we got news. it all we got it all we've got news but first all right so now before we get into the news t-mac yes we have got uh we've had this guy on before yeah, and now this is like a special announcement well yeah there's, there's something pretty damn cool yes yeah, so we I'm have excited. travis t money conley and t money how are you first off good man doing great thanks for having me on again yeah not a problem at all so you have some uh, pretty cool news outside of the pro wrestling world but uh uh Really awesome stuff going on. So tell us what's up. Um, when I was in Detroit uh, two weeks ago with LC getting ready for Bellator, I got news that um, I might be invited on the U.S. Sambo team, which is like, um, you know, it's like like the Russian jiu-jitsu, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's a sport of its own, different rules. But I got the official letter and invite to go down to Trinidad this Saturday and be a member of Team USA for the 90-kilogram spot to compete to qualify for Japan, which is later in November. So first off, the the, the question that I first think of with this is, have you ever done Sambo before? Are you, no, are you, no, you I haven't. haven't. Oh, I've man. always been interested in it. You know, I wrestled uh, growing up. I pro-wrestled. 
I've been doing jiu-jitsu for nine years. I've done a little judo. So honestly, honestly, sambo is a mix between wrestling, jiu-jitsu, and um, judo. So it's, it's unique, man, but it's, uh, it's going to be a challenge, and uh, I've always wanted to do it, so it's going to be fun. And then you're leaving this Saturday for Trinidad, and how long will you be there? Um, I'm leaving Friday. I compete Saturday. I'm just going to be there Saturday, then come back Sunday, man. It's an in and out. Get that gold, Pan American gold, and then come back. For America. Yeah, America. Screw you, exactly. Jack Swagger. We got a real American right Fuck here. Fuck yeah, America. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Uh, yes. All right. Now, here's the question that uh, most of our listeners asked as far as the feedback from the last time we had you on, and we have to ask. Okay. When's the next time T-Money's going to be in the squared circle? Oh, man. Um, well, actually, I did get in the squared circle when I was in Germany. I was in Alex Wright School and did a little impromptu match with, like, Europe, Europe's next rising superstar. He was, like, 20 years old, Juvenile X. Nice. And uh, it, it wasn't, you know, in front of a crowd or anything, but I impressed the hell out of everyone there and Alex Wright and everybody. So it was fun. Sounds like you're getting the itch. Yeah, see how I dodged that question? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> like a pro. I, I, like I a feel pro. a little heat, like there's some fire in the belly there. Yeah. Yeah. I well, like this is cool, man. I'm glad you're out representing the country, doing your thing, man, showing how, how badass we are over here on, on our side of the of the ocean, man. Yeah, it's cool. I just got done with 40 days in Europe. I went to 10 different countries teaching jiu-jitsu seminars and it's it's just so cool to represent the U.S. and to come back and to have this opportunity to be invited like just you know is is an honor and it's humbling in itself. Man, um, you know to be on that team and then to to just go and represent again. It's I love it, man. I love I love America and I'm a, I'm a true patriot. So it's uh I love the role, man. It's awesome and I'm gonna do well and and bring it back. I like it. So once you get that gold, I'm I'm telling you, uh, I think we should have you back on and we're gonna call out Rusev. Yeah, I want to uh, be the people. Champ. We're gonna we're gonna call out Rusev. The uh, the, what's his nickname? The the it's the well, he was the Bulgarian. Brew, that's what it then, was. Yeah. yeah, but now now. Yeah. Oh yeah, if you're not up on WWE storylines, Rusev is a Russian. Yeah, a guy he's who's, a sambo background. Everybody basically. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Who was the sambo guy that they had back like five years ago? Bigger guy. Kozlov. Mm, yeah. Kozlov. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Very similar gimmick. Yeah. Russian yeah. coming in, beating everybody up. America can't can't stop him. But I think I yes. think we've got our American right here in yeah. Travis T. Money Conley, man. Yes. Um, the the trip, the entire trip is self-funded though, since it all happened so fast. I had to make a quick decision, and of course I wasn't going to pass it up. But uh, FIOS is a non-for-profit organization, so all the athletes have to get sponsors and you know self-fund the trip themselves. So if uh, you know if anybody you know feels the urge or you know feels patriotic and wants to donate to team usa and help me get down to trinidad and uh possibly japan if i do well which which uh let's be honest (laughs) right Uh, yeah go go to uh, i've got a a link set up on my website ungd.tv and uh you know you can just follow there and any any amount large or small is greatly greatly appreciated and it, it just empowers me to do do even better when i get that support it's awesome Awesome, and what we'll do as well is we'll we'll do our kind of what we, what we did with Iceman. If you'd like to donate a dollar to us, yes. and then you put in the comment section, go into T Money. We'll take all the money that yep. we get and send it your way as Ooh, well. Yep. So we'll we'll That'd do it awesome. two ways because 
I know a lot of our international listeners and things like that still support the U.S. and things of that nature and and like us a little bit. So I know they definitely like you and want to help you out. So we'll do that as well. And That's um, awesome. man, we appreciate your time. We know you're pretty busy, so we will let you get back to training and uh, getting ready for this Pre- event and uh, prepping for some ass whoopings. Exactly. So yeah. uh, keep us updated on uh, how you do when you get back, and we'll definitely have you back on soon. Awesome, guys. Thank you. I really appreciate it. All right, no man. Take Thanks, it easy. Brother. All right, bye. Well, that was really cool. That was cool, man. But this is the first segment, so let's get right yeah, we've got into a lot. the we've news. Got a lot. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. At least they can show the nosebleed. <laughs> what, what is this? Unconfirmed rumors continue to swirl amongst oh. the IWC regarding former WWE announcer Josh Matthews and tough enough contestant. Yes, reports state Matthews has relocated to Nashville and is already working for TNA off screen. Though he has not confirmed any affiliations with the company, Matthews has been posting promotional tweets about Impact Wrestling. Am I supposed to get on the bandwagon with Impact? Because I swear to God, I thought they were going away. Why are they signing new guys now? I think they're getting more talks with. I think that first offer, and then people are like, "Hey, somebody's interested." And look, hey. It is a guaranteed million viewers, roughly, every week. 52 weeks of 52 new weeks of content each week. Should I be? You don't get that with other. Now, I'm saying if you're a cable executive, yeah. You most shows you're going to get 26 weeks tops. Mm-hmm. Tops. Yep. Impact Wrestling, 52 weeks, give or take maybe one or two. You know, So let's say mm-hmm. 50 brand new content. You know, you've got a base of 850,000 to a million plus every week that you can sell these advertisers. You're going to at least, it should at least pay for itself and at least get you something. So if you've got nothing else, at least you've got this. All right, should I get back on the bandwagon? They're doing well now. I have myself, I'm going to be completely upfront and honest, not been watching much. I'll start to watch it while I'm doing something else. And when it stops because I have to stop doing like I'm painting the house, so I've got it playing on my phone and I'm watching mm-hmm. it painting. I stop. I got to go do something else. I'm like, I'm gonna finish this up because it's interesting me. I don't finish it up because I haven't been as plugged in lately. But I feel like, man, this is great now. If this is where TNA would have started, yeah. Oh yeah, great right now. Yeah. If this would have been TNA five yeah. years ago. So now Josh Matthews coming in. We know of another name that's coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been bringing in some old names back. I mean, they're trying to buff up. What they are trying to do now is looks like it's buffing up. Hey, in ring, realistic characters. Buff it up. up. Yep. Beefing up. Beef it up. <laughs> they're gonna buff it up. Buff Bagwell. Yeah, like buff. <laughs> it's the stuff. No, they're gonna buff it up. Maybe I meant to say beef and bump. You know, <laughs> fuck you. It's the Spanish nouns table. I'm, it's English is my second language. It. <laughs> So they're trying to beef it up, there asshole. It there it is. To in-ring product, uh-huh. realistic storylines, uh-huh. the alternative. Mm-hmm. So give it a shot again. Yeah. Again, and I'm uh, how I'm going to start watching again is I've never seen this. I'm going to start tricking my brain to I haven't seen this yet. All right. You know what? Then I'm going to start on Wednesday. Yeah. Why not? What is he doing on a Wednesday? I mean, you got to jerk off. That's uh, understandable. Well, no, what I'm thinking is Wednesday is the first day of October. Yeah. So easy way to, like, landmark it as far as, uh, okay, this is when I started again. Yep. So to all you TNA lovers, and I know who you are. Yeah. I'm going to start tomorrow night 
We're recording this we on Tuesday. We record this on Tuesday night. Yeah, yep. so October 1st, I'm going to watch the episode. Okay. I like and it. And if it fucking still sucks, then I'm done. I'm interested to see Josh Matthews. He needs to be a commentator. He needs to be the play-by-play guy. Yeah, get TNA. Or TNA. TNA has got to go. TNA. TNA's got to go. Taz can stay. Taz can stay. I mean, I think Taz is one where I wouldn't miss him if he was gone. Right, but, but you got to pick one of those two. Yeah, I'm keeping Taz. Yes, because what you don't want is Tanay on play-by-play and Josh Matthews on commentary. Josh Matthews no. is not a, co- a color commentary. Nope. He's a play-by-play. Yep, play-by-play and Taz is the right. color. Perfect. All right, let's move on. God damn it, Kyle! What? God damn it, Kyle! What is that? South Park? I know what it is, but what is that? WWE has a new broadcast announcer. Canadian television personality and wrestling journalist Arda Ocal, hope I said that right, has joined the company and will use the name Kyle Edwards. Ocal is most commonly known for his work on The Score. He also ran The Aftermath, a wrestling recap show that helped propel Renee Young to WWE. I love Renee Young. I love. I think she has a lisp, though. Have you noticed that? I don't care. I, I just noticed it. It just, I I, just makes her more adorable. Right. <laughs> and she talks like... She's just adorable. She's adorable, but sometimes she talks like a southern black guy. She is. <laughs> she's Come like, on. Well, she does. She's like... <laughs> she'll, she'll be like, and then this guy's got mad skills. And I'm like, what are you saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, her work on NXT is an announcer. Yeah. Her backstage is reporter. Perfect. Her sideline reporter gimmick. Yeah. It's fucking perfect. amazing. But when Best Enzo ever. and Kaz come or Cass comes out yeah. and she goes, "Okay." Okay. Maybe not best ever because Gene Oakland filled that same gimmick. Gene Oakland, you got to give him hands down was the best ever sideline reporter in wrestling. Mm. Yeah. For length of time, but if Renee kept doing what she's oh, doing. Oh yeah, no. I think she's better although Gene Oakland was real good. Yeah. Gene Oakland was real good about uh he would call the heels out on their bullshit. Right. He would tell the story. Yeah. I've got this man coming in. You've seen it. You know what I mean? He set it up, knocked him down. Smooth. His voice was amazing. Yeah, I'd agree. Just, I'd agree. Gene Oakland's the goat as far Anyhow, as that's concerned. back to this but guy. Yeah, or, Who is this or, okay. guy? I've heard of him, and I've seen I've seen stuff that he's posted online. Is he good? And I've heard the name, yeah. And I'm like, the main reason I put this in here is this is Hope T-Mac. They're hiring internet personalities. Well, you'll get a WWE. job. WWE. Yeah, you'll get a job. They won't want me. <laughs> well, there's always TNA. All right, we'll move on. I, wouldn't, I would not work for TNA. <laughs> the best in the world? Punk. With her Divas title victory at Night of Champions, AJ Lee has tied Eve for the record of most title reigns as Divas champion with three reigns. For comparison, Eve held the title for a combined 260 days over her three reigns, whereas AJ Lee has held the title for 351 days and counting over her three title reigns. Now, this is, again, the Divas Championship, yeah, well, uh, yeah. not the women's threat. But since the Divas title era, AJ Lee... AJ Lee's the best one. Yes, absolutely. Well... Trish Stratus is up there. But they were still the women's title for... Yeah, I think, no, she was never in the Divas title. Ever. I don't think she was. No, so she's the women's title. Hey, women. idiots. But Same thing with Lita. Yeah, I don't think they were. Again, mm-hmm. hey, idiots. But yeah, she's the best one. She's yeah. she's number three on my list. Right. You put Trish, Lita, AJ. Yeah, right. That's the yes. Mount Rushmore of women's pro So wrestling. now if you're going to split that and classify it on women's division versus Divas division... Right. 
And then Mickey James would be on there too. Those are the top four for me. Had a baby. I forgot to put that in the news. Had the baby. Her and Magnus. Yeah, people have babies all the time. Little, little, uh, little country English. Yeah. That'll be a weird fucking mix. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. I'm gonna sing a country song. <laughs> yeah. Wonder if they had to help it breathe as it was being pulled through those miles of roast beef curtains. All right. Hey! We will move on. I like hey! Mickey James. I like Mickey James. I do too. Most of her. <laughs> I liked when she grabbed Trish. Yeah. All right. He's not snake bitten. Jake the Snake. WWE Hall of Famer Jake Roberts tweeted the following update on his health concerning his recent cancer scares. Quote, the nine. Great to hear that. Thanks for the prayers. Still have brain issues that must be investigated, but I still call it a win, end quote. Good for him. Good. Good for him. Because he's just, like, again, it's one of those where, like, Please don't let this be too little, too late. And he has a documentary coming out that DDP yeah. produced. Yeah, don't let this be an Eddie Guerrero situation where it's like... Right as soon you as you it. get clean. You yeah, See ya. Yeah. 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 Uh, you want to hear my joke about Benign? Uh, it's from Scrubs. Uh, I forget, the janitor has like a uh, a tumor on his leg. And uh, the doctor goes, it looks benign. He goes, benign, nine and a half. <laughs> <laughs> QT Mac Meltdown. Yeah. In three. Yep. Two. What is it? One. Here we go. The new stable of Kofi Kingston, Big E, mm-hmm. and Xavier Woods. Yeah. Is being called uh-huh. the Smart Athletic Friends. Are you fucking serious? Are you? <laughs> Gather around, kids. It's time for the Smart Athletic Friends. Hey, guys. Welcome in our host. We're smart. We're athletic, athletic, and we're friends. Let's walk down the road. Let's walk down the road. Oh, hey, look, guys. It's our other friends, Slater Gator. Slater Gator. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey. You guys look smart. Tell us something intelligent. You also look athletic. Yeah, you also look athletic. Are you friends? Oh, I guess uh, we are. Can we be friends? Let's all be friends. Fuck that. That is the worst name ever. Fuck these writers. These this are the too. worst <laughs> set of writers I have heard of. They had them coming out like they were going to be the New Nation. New Nation's a cool name. Ugh. New Nation. Smart Athletic Friends. Are you fucking serious? Smart Athletic Friends. What writer on an acid trip is fucking watching this saying, you know what this should be called, man? I think, you know what we'll get over? Smart Athletic Friends. S-A-F. What does it stand for? Nothing. It stands for smart athletic friends. Oh, it's not like PMS? No, no. Yeah, no. It's like S A F. You fucking. Look, they're smart. You fucking. They're athletic. Yeah, and, and they're, they're friends. friends. You fucking inbreded, cocksucking. It is noted. Assholes. It is noted that there will be different nicknames for each tag team combination. I don't the fucking care. Well, oh, no. The, what, what's the fucking combination? While the combination of Xavier and Kofi is called Speed Force. Fuck that. The combination of Big E and Xavier is called Muscle Bomb. Are you... F- they worked as baby faces and defeated Los Matadores at last night's WWE live event in Moline, Illinois. Now, this could have been a couple days ago, but... Yeah. Once again, the WWE machine strikes again. 
Fuck you, TNA. <laughs> Fuck you, TNA. Yeah. Fuck you, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, because you assholes <laughs> need to step your game up so these fuckers can't get away with this shit. And fuck WWE. Muscle, what was it? Muscle what? Muscle bomb. Muscle bomb? And speed force. How about I give you Combine a- Combine to make the smart athletic friends. How about I give you a fucking muscle bomb of shit right on your fucking chest, you shit assholes. Bomb. You ever watch Trailer Park Boys? No. Shit bomb. I mean, are you- This, this has to be a rib. This has, it has to, to be. This has to I be. I think maybe, I'm hoping- there really is a new nation thing, and this is like to keep the IWC going. What the fuck? Yeah, and then they, it, it, you know what? I hope this is. I hope this is when uh, Brodus Clay was getting introduced as the next monster, and yeah, we're like, yeah. really another fucking monster? And then he came out completely different as uh, Brodus Clay. Yeah, fuck, well, which, which was cool initially. The it, first time he came out was bullshit. No, the first time he came no. out was fucking cool. That was cool. I, the match was cool. When he came out, I was like, what is this? Now, when he wrestled, and he's like, my bad. Yeah, that yeah. guy was funny. But... Yeah, it was cool for three yeah. months. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But I'm You're hoping. giving it a little bit longer time frame than I right. was. But... but I'm hoping that this is the swerve they pull on us. Because that is fucking bullshit, asshole, laziness, the worst fucking thing that has come across my television screen in pro wrestling yeah, that's, form that's in the last 20 years. Fuck you, whoever came up with it. Yeah. If you came up with it and you're listening or you got a tweet that said, hey, you wrote this, these guys are pissed, come on the fucking show. Better yet, come in the fucking studio. And I'm going to do two things. One, I'm going to interview you, try to pick your brain on why the fuck you would write something like this if it's true. And then two, I'm going to fucking punch you in the face. <laughs> right in the face. Right in the fucking right face. Right in the face. With my fucking fist we're gonna, right here. We're going to get shark bait in here to punch you in the face. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a fu- No, I'm going to punch him. All right, so. Smart athletic That's friend. the news I got. Fuck, I'm still mad. I'm still melting well, here's down. Something, here's something that will, will, will lighten your mood. What? We have a beer sponsor of the week. Oh, we do. We do. See how quickly yeah. I change? Hey, guys. You know what? Hey Life's not bad. Little be little. Little be little. Not only is he the beer sponsor of the week, but he also made us a new fucking logo. Which is amazing. It's badass. I saw that, and I was like, that's it. That's fucking cool. Like, I love the other logo we have. Oh, it 100%. The Toons Brian. Man. Toons Brian. That yeah. is exactly what we are. Yes. This one, though. It, you know it, what I like? I like the Spanish announce table logo that Toons Brian made. Definitely for the website. Yeah. It is the Spanish announce table. The one Lil B. Little made is specifically for the podcast because it says with Captain Austin right. and T-Mac. I love both. I love them both. We'll use them interchangeably. They're both great. And if anybody else has any great ideas. Yeah, All send them. I, I, we like mixing it up. We do. We do. And anyway, little be little, send you us. Write, you write or send us anything, as long as it's not smart, athletic friends, and we'll accept it. <laughs> little be little, send us a, a good chunk of change. He told us to get some damn good beer, and he specifically told us to get double wide IPA. Come on. Ale. Come on, Excuse IPA. Me. And that is by uh, the Kansas City Fabled. Boulevard Brewing Company. I love Boulevard. I love them too. And this is great beer. I've not had this before. You have had it. Oh yeah, I've had almost every Boulevard. Double wide. I so I I stop at a, a liquor store on the way in. Uh huh. And I say I'm looking for double wide, and he's like, we got single wide. And I said that's not wide enough. And I left. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a miss. He had a miss shirt on, so I wanted to come back in and be like Spanish announce table, but I already did my shit. Right, you know, yeah. I was like, fuck. I ruined it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I made my punchline. I can't come back in now. Yeah. 
Although that might have helped. Who oh, knows? hey, Tech 2. Uh, yeah. Spanish oh, hey, by the way, I got a podcast. Yeah. No, so anyway. So, but thank you, dude. It's delicious. We've already drank a lot of them because we did our interview beforehand. Magic. Magic Man. Magic Telling Man. You. Oh, my God. And beyond that, hey, we're going to get out of here. And for Travis Conley, support him. Seriously. Oh, fuck we, yeah. We set up the PayPal. If you want to give us a dollar to support him. Tableshow at gmail.com. Seriously, do it. Because PayPal. he's doing something that represents our country in a real way. It's right on the website, too. SpanishNotesTable.net. There is a PayPal donate button. And if yep. you put it in the comments, I want to help out T-Money, mm-hmm. Travis Conley. Whatever. We'll figure it out. anything. Yep. Just say the, what's what's it called again? God, for this. That he's. Oh, Sambo. Sambo, right, yeah. yeah. God, a brain fart. Sambo, anything that lets us know, hey, this isn't for you dickheads. Right, yeah. Dickheads. Yeah. This is for... Traps Conley. Traps Conley. T-Money. Let us know, and we will forward it right on to the guy. And we're going to come back, and we are going to do the greatest invention mankind has ever known. Close to it. Tweet the table. Besides peanut butter and jelly, it's right there. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> When we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And the voice of Spike from the movie Rugrats Go Wild is Bruce Willis. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. What new shirt I have? What's that? I've got the new Daniel Bryan Yes shirt. That shirt is yes. awesome. Yes. 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 And guess where I got it? You got it from Kmart. I did not get oh. it from Kmart. I got it online at www.shop.com. Oh, hey, I know something about www.shop.com. What do you know about it? I know that the Spanish announce table are now affiliate members of www.shop.com. We official. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And you know what that means to the average listener of the Spanish What does that mean to them? That means that when they go to purchase something from www.shop.com, which, let's face it, they're very likely to do. Come on. We know that you guys want the newest Bray Wyatt shirts. We know that you want the newest Daniel Bryan merchandise. Even for you weirdos, we know you want the John Cena stuff. Pink armbands. Right. So, guess what? You can get all that stuff all for the same price you're normally going to pay. Same low price you're always going to get. And if you go through our site we get a little kickback and guess what we like that gives us some money help support this show which we know you like it's very simple you go to spanishannouncetable.net one of the first banners is literally this www.shop.com banner ad and it tells you the code to use you click through it that lets them know that it's us sending you to yeah. them and hey, then we'll get a kickback in sales you want them to know about us go through and use our Man. link and tell them who we are and help us at the same time and this merchandise is not something you get at a fair no. this is WWE shop material this is thick quality shirts authentic Authentic caps, you can get replica belts, anything you could buy from the WWE, you can get on WWEshop.com. And by doing so, you'll also be supporting the Spanish Announce Table. Doesn't get any better than that, T-Mac. It does not. So go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net, click the link for the WWE Shop, you go there, you get whatever merchandise you already going to get, and then we get that kickback. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! What's up? This is Heavy Set, and I'm here to tell you about one of my podcasts that you can find at Kayfabe Sports Radio and www.kayfabesportsradio.com. 
and that is NFL Easy Picks. NFL Easy Picks is a podcast that I co-host with my friend Joe Bennett, and we discuss the things going on in the NFL and the games for the week to come, as well as results for the week prior. We like to highlight our teams, but we still like to concentrate on the league as a whole, and quite possibly from week to week have guests discuss their team and how they're doing. Along with this normal format, we go over our picks in the designated Yahoo Pick'ems League that we have set up so you fans can see how well we are doing against you and how well you are doing against us and each other. And on top of that, we got a fantasy league to discuss how well things are doing there. There's a lot in NFL AZ picks that you are not going to want to miss on the Kfabe Sports Radio Network and at www.kfabesports.com. Hope you will join us every week as we discuss everything going on in the wonderful world of the NFL. Only on Kfabe Sports Radio and www.kfabesports.com. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what? I had the volume turned down in my headphones. I was like, what the fuck are you getting so excited for? <laughs> Not realizing. Oh, oh. got to turn this up. It's B-Rock. Brock Lesnar. You should come out with some hip-hop gimmick and make B-Rock. <laughs> I like it. B-Rock Les Dog. All right. T-Mac. Captain Awesome. It is time for Tweet the Table. You know what that is? Yes, I do. Uh, One time we were trending. It was trending during Night of Champions because, let's face it. We have the best fans and listeners in the world. I was going to say we're some fucking champions. We are champions, but what makes us champions is our supporters. Yes. And our supporters have specifically one supporter named Lil B. Little for this week is the beer sponsor the, the Slater Gator. Slater Gator. Slater Gator. Slater Gator Beer of the Week. With last weekend, or last week was Adam Pearson. Adam Pearson. With Tiger Beer. This week is Lil B. Little with Boulevard Brewing Company's own Double Wide India Pale Ale. Or IPA. IPA. Tweet the Table is a game that you can play along with. What are you playing over there? Dancing Nothing. baby. Maybe. You can play along by using your Twitter machine. The Twitter machine. Twitter machine. And use the hashtag, hashtag tweet, tweet the, table. the table. Within that, you have 140 characters to say hashtag tweet the table and whatever you feel like saying. Tweet the table. And we'll just kick it off. It's GBL316 says hashtag tweet the table. The Damien Sandow on main event was priceless. If you didn't see it, you suck. Hashtag, you're welcome. Thanks. Thanks. At the mop jockey says hashtag to the table. Captain, stop overthinking the picks. It's WWE. It doesn't have to make sense. <laughs> yes, thanks for the sage advice, mob jockey. For anybody new, uh, we do a pay-per-view picks where me and T-Mac battle each other. And I won the first round. You won the first round from last year to through WrestleMania. And you're up by two points because I was fucking I around with three. You. Three points, because I was uh-huh. fucking around with the John Cena Yeah, pick. yeah, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. At double A underscore W-I-R, ever since the Spanish announce table started playing the 999 song on their podcast, I can't get the damn song out of my head, hashtag what, to the table. What song are you talking about? Oh, 
you know, the uh, it's the uh, nine ninety nine song. And how does it go? Well, I mean, you can't figure it out. I mean, it's not really, not yet. No, you don't know it. No, I mean, I think I know it, but then I think, and then I go, I don't know. Well, it goes like this. Oh. Hold on. Everything you want to see. Or a TV. None of those things. All night, T Mac. I want to wear Abercrombie. Yeah. I want to wear Abercrombie and have a tie on for no apparent no, reason. You got to have like white, uh, like shell necklace. Yeah. Yeah. And then I want. And then I want to wear, uh, like, sandals in the snow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's gotta be, well, it's got to be, like, um, it's got to be, like, um, fringed sandals. Yeah. You know, they've got, like, a fringe uh-huh. on the flip-flops. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What you gonna pay? And, like, wear glasses even though I don't need them. Oh, yeah. And it's got to be a, um, you got to have a, a visor. Right. And yeah. talk about Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy, And yeah. Avril Lavigne. And how Nickelback will become the best rock band. Avril Lavigne. Did I tell you about that? The the tweet I saw that where she married the lead singer from Nickelback. Right. And it says, I didn't know Canada legalized same sex marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Mr. DRG underscore W-I-R. Being from Texas, I can say that music you talked about was cunt pop. Jam, $50 and a flask of crown to clear up that up. Hashtag to the table. Uh, we did jam it. We did, and it wasn't horrible. Yeah, I think uh, T-Mac you know doesn't is? mind the blues country music. Blues country, yeah. I like. Yep. It's the fucking Luke Bryan shit yeah, no. where it's, I'm not cool enough to be Toby fucking. Toby Keith. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not cool enough to be a pop star, so let me age yeah. a little bit in my you late say 30s. that. Here's the thing. I don't like the pop stars either, so I don't think it's necessarily they're not cool enough. It's just that you don't have enough soul and actual charisma to your own life right that you're just a pop star they're the That's Jeff, all they are. they're the Jeff Jarrett of music yeah well they're the goddamn Justin Bieber it's a bunch of shit that plays to little girls you know so little girls can scream but you have no fucking soul you haven't lived life to tell me fucking something you haven't written a song that can make a goddamn grown man cry you know what i mean like your music is bullshit mm-hmm. it's about Get in my truck but, and we'll go drink beer and, and everything's fucking great about yeah, life. We'll like, go get in our truck and jump in a no, tractor, no. go by the river, and yeah. I'm going to hold your hand in the moonlight. Tell me about the fucking things that, like, life struggles. Tell me about that shit, like... Or life's pleasures. Well, yeah, that too, but, like, show me you've lived. Right. Don't give me some canned bullshit. Anyway, back to wrestling at the Mop Junkie. Hashtag tweet the table. Nikki is clearly... The better looking one. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. At GBL 316, hashtag tweet the table, Tyler Breeze. Exactly what I think, GBL. Yawn. Hashtag NXT full sale. I think he does good. The character is played out. Yeah. That's all I think. At D Slam, one, two, three. D Slam. D Slam. D Slam. Sorry, I got a little Titus on Elon. Cesaro was robbed tonight. Enough said. Hashtag tweet the table. He's getting robbed a lot. Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag tweet the table. I don't care what you guys say. Alexa Bliss is perfection. Look beyond the gimmick and see the woman underneath. 
way too hot. Okay, hold on. I think we both said she's very yes. beautiful. Yeah. Just stop acting like a 13-year-old yeah. and making me feel all weird shit. Look, you make it hard to look beyond, like, when I have a fucking daughter. Like, yeah. hey, slow down. Yeah, you know? you've got a daughter and a heart on. What do you do? You're right. <laughs> and here's the thing I know. My daughter is 10 and is past the fairy shit. So right. now you're coming across way too fucking young. Right. At GBL 316. That's a soundbite if I ever heard one. You got a daughter and a heart on. What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, T-Mac. Way to go. At GBL316, hashtag tweet the table. Does WWE know the meaning of the term clean finish in relation to a match? Hashtag SmackDown. Seems like no lately. No. Yeah. No. At the Mop Jockey, hashtag tweet the table. Let's get real. Even if TNA rebrands. The troll fans will still shit on them as being TNA. It's a no win. In my opinion, just drop the TNA. Wait a minute. <laughs> you just said that even if they did that, they'd get trolled. I think he's saying rebrand it with the same people. Stop that. Just scrap it all. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. No, creates, okay. That's what I meant by my rebrand. Thing. Yeah, here's my thing, though. I think whatever's next. Let's just say TNA goes away. We're all going to say... It's just WCW. Yeah, uh-huh. So whoever's thing, next. Like, I like the Impact what, oh, take Wrestling a shot. name. Take a shot. Yeah. I like the Impact Wrestling name. That's a great name. Yeah, if you want to call it Impact, I could call. I could say, hey, guys, I'm watching Impact. Well, what's that? It's pro wrestling. Oh, cool. But if I say, hey, I'm watching TNA. TNA. Oh, is that porn? No, it's not. Yeah. Uh, at Twain VNA. Okay. The WWE... Uh, oh, man. Hold on. The WWE 999 jingle mm-hmm. reminds me of some 41. Oh, good reference. Said, Yikes. Does that age me? Hashtag tweet the table. No, good reference. Yeah. Some 41. Right? Absolutely. I think of, uh, uh, what was it? Lit? Yeah. Was that group? Yes. Lit. Lit. Uh, who was the uh, Sugar Ray? Sugar Ray. Sugar Ray was good before they turned into this shit. Yeah, who else? Um, Taking Back Sunday? Wasn't they? Uh, yeah, yeah. Did yeah, they yeah. suck a yeah. lot? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who else? Who else was around that time? Um, who else sucked? Uh, yeah, lit in some 41. Lit. Oh, lit. man. Yeah. 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 Hold on, I can't get this shit to turn off. <laughs> I can't get it to turn off. Stop. Okay. There we go. At Hallmark of Sweet, hashtag tweet table. I laughed so hard. Every time you guys pretended the that Utes. you didn't do the emails is the first segment one time. What Come on, are you, you talking God about? God damn it. The Used is another shitty band from that time period. The used. Um, Hallmark. Hallmark, what are you talking about? We Always do the emails last. What are we doing in our next segment? Emails. No, we're doing an interview with Matt. Well, yeah, Man. that's true. Yeah, emails yeah, is the last segment. Is the last segment. God damn. At Mr. DRG underscore WIR. Hands down. The best parts of being on Twitter. Hashtag tweet the table and EC3 interactions during impact broadcasts. We're up there, man. Thanks. That's good company to be with. Yeah, he's a, he's a decent star that yeah. will eventually get to WWE yes. again. At double A underscore W I R O M G. Yes. At Titan T Mac. Mm-hmm. 
broke the second shift podcast. Hashtag free table. How'd that go? I haven't listened yet. It was great. I did it during my lunch period, which yeah. was sucky. I know I yeah. was bad, but just timing wise. Well, sure. I mean, it's, it's yeah. the only time you had available. Right. Only That's time I had they available. Do the show. Uh, but I had fun. Yeah, it's a I good like, show. I like that. I like that round table. Mm-hmm. One guy's the moderator. Hey, yep. what do you think? Hey, what do you think? Hey, what do you think? Next question. Hey, what do you think? What do you think? I like that. So it was good. Yeah, no, it's a good. It's a good. Uh, and I was trying to be positive, but I broke the shit. Yeah, sure. So good. At W I R Cataclysmic, major kudos. Thank you to whoever it was that came up with the Baron Corbin video package. Hell of a job. Hashtag NXT hashtag for table. That was badass. Next American badass. Yeah, that's true. He's the Undertaker. At Kiwi Tuts, how the fuck? I need to come up with a little censor thing because it's censored. You know, like a little mm-hmm. beep. How the fuck did Gold, Dust, and Stardust get disqualified for breaking up a pin against the Usos on SmackDown? Hashtag to the table. Hashtag idiot ref. Hashtag diet raw. Yeah, you never get disqualified for breaking up a pin, ever. Unless you're not in part of the match. That's true, unless you're not Seth part of the Rollins. match. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Unless you're not a part of it. Then, At yeah. Mr. GR, DRG underscore WIR. I could be wrong. You probably are. You are. But Samuel Shaw looks like he really could be that batshit crazy. Hashtag creepy character. Hashtag table. Oh, I agree. He's amazing. He fucking sells it well. He looks like that guy you don't want to be left alone with in the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At Hallmark of Swede. Hashtag to the table. Just started watching the Monday Night Wars. What? I completely missed it in the 90s. You think I'll enjoy it? Wait a minute. Who said this? Hallmark. You missed the Monday Night War? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. I think he's younger. I don't know. Oh, wow. I think about this, though. There's a lot of people who started watching wrestling that, had ne- that didn't watch it in the 90s. I just want to give you guys hugs. I, like, you missed the boom period. You missed the greatest period in wrestling. Ever. You know, a lot of people could argue that the expansion period of WWE, once they started taking Junkyard Dog, Honky Tonk Man, You've, the the eighties, the eighties boom, the the golden era, yep, the Hogan Macho, Hogan Macho, Andre the Giant, Ted DiBiase, yeah, they did break the goddamn record at the Silverdome, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the Silverdome, yeah, but <laughs> man, that. The 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 Monday Night War. Was oh, just for amazing. watching the television product though, there was no time better in the nineties. The excitement level. Yes. God dang. The what's crazy. gonna happen next was never. Every better than second, the 90s. you don't know what to yep. do because you don't know who's gonna be better. It was water cooler talk. Yep. The only thing with uh, the the Monday Night War, and I hope because it's gonna, I think it's gonna be a series. You know, mm-hmm. that they need to start focusing on WCW. Yeah, they didn't. So they've done the. They did ECW. Well, they did. The War Begins. Yep. NWO. Yeah. DX. Yeah, Mick give Foley. A background on why right, WCW. But, but what I'm saying is, then they did DX, Mick Foley, Stone Cold, ECW. It's like, hey guys, you know who else was a part of that? Goldberg, DDP, Sting. Sting. Uh, the Lucha Libres. Yeah. Or, not Lucha Libres. Mister- cruiserweights. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. cruiserweights. Ray Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, right. that whole Chris crew, Jericho, Chris Jericho, Chris Benoit, which yep. I know they won't bring up, but no. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's some WCW shit. No, Give them credit. But at the end, the winners write history. Yeah, that's and true. And that's what happens. At Katie First Lady, if Lesnar is going to be gone for a little bit, should Paul Heyman get himself a new client? And particularly a Heyman girl, has to table. Maybe. That sounds plausible. Who? 
I don't know. You can't say a Heyman girl and not give us a suggestion. Yeah, who would you suggest? Charlotte. Charlotte? Hmm? That would work. But is she not tied to her dad? That's what makes it interesting. What do you think about the Charlotte with the woo? Woo! If anybody's allowed to do it, it's, it's going Charlotte. Yeah, I like it. But it doesn't feel the same. It's it's the daughter. Nope. I, I, I know. And I completely agree with you. Yeah. With it doesn't feel the it same. It just doesn't come off. Like, I want it to come off. Right. I want her to be able to get it over but again. she's the daughter. It just doesn't work. It, it gets. But that's where the storyline can start. I, I want to yeah. be a Paul Heyman girl, so I'm joining you. And then the friction comes into, maybe I should have stayed with my dad. The whole thing is like, she goes... Woo! Like real quick, like afterwards, and she's like pumped and angry. That was never Ric Flair's woo. Ric Flair was, I'm fucking crazy and woo! You know, like I right. just can't contain my goddamn or, emotions. Or it was, anymore. I'm cooler than you. Yeah, woo. that's true. Yeah, it was Her that. Yeah, woo. he does a subdued woo. Yeah. yeah. Her woo sounds more, and this is. This sounds very comical once we listen back to it, but her woo sounds more like stings. Yes. It's more just. Yeah! Yeah! Whereas right. his was either, I can't hold my emotions anymore, or, <laughs> don't make me take off my sport coat. Yeah. Right. Mr. DRG underscore WIR. Perhaps Shaw to Gunner was too harsh. But Titan T-Mac is definitely the rock star spud to Captain Awesome's EC3. Hashtag tweet the table. I don't know, man. I think I might rather be a rock star spud. No, he said it, so I'm mm. going with it. I'll take the crazy suits. At the Iceman forever. Hashtag. Forever. Forever. Hashtag it's a fucking chicken. Hashtag I love you. Hashtag yummy. Hashtag tweet table. If you did not check out. Episode one. Episode one of Road Stories. Which we're going to get an intro and all the fun stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's very good. We knocked it out of the park first time out. Yeah. Well, I mean, you've got two great personalities. So future guests. Right. Iceman. So, solid dudes. Very And they liked each other, so they had good stories yeah. that uh, intermingled. We had some Donut King. Donut King. Donut King, which is owned by, I forget his name. Pro Wrestling Referee. He's a pro wrestling referee for WWE. WWE. And then we had some Bud Light. Hey, idiot. <laughs> you know what? We've been drinking five double wide IPAs, so, yeah. you know, you yeah. can't remember everything I'm right now. It. Ah, the double wides. Oh, did you get them? Did you get them? Watching the Royals. Damn, he didn't get him. Yeah, you uh, said they were getting their ass kicked. Now it's in the extra innings. It's in extra innings. Top of the 11th. At WIR Cataclysmic. Nothing against Seth Rollins. But that Money in the Bank briefcase looks much better in Dean Ambrose's hands. Hashtag tweet table. Yeah. Yeah. No, it doesn't. You don't think so? Nope. It fits more as Seth Rollins. Yep. It's the heel. It mm-hmm. works way better with the heel. Uh-huh. And it's the... Not quite the biggest guy in the room, but who needs that sudden, ha-ha, look, I got you. You weren't expecting it. Where this sucks for the WWE champion being Brock Lesnar and him not being on Raw is he can't cash it in any time. Well, and it's, and it's Brock Lesnar. No, not even that. I but don't that's care almost a perfect that. way for Brock Lesnar to lose it because – Right. You're still not breaking down Brock Lesnar. Nobody legitimately beat me. You caught me after I got fucking knocked out by John Cena. But what I'm saying is, on Raw, Monday, let's just take that. The next Raw. I think mm-hmm, it's in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I don't think Brock Lesnar is going to be there, right? Yeah. When? So, hold on. So, the Money in the Bank isn't useful. When was the last time Money in the Bank was one uh, successfully cashed in on a pay-per-view? It's always been on Raw, hasn't it? No. For a while. 
When was the last time it successfully cashed in on a pay-per-view? I'm thinking when Kane did on Rey Mysterio at Money in the Bank. When he won it that night. Yeah, that was in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. Sprint Center. Yep. I didn't go. Second busiest arena in the world. I had just moved back like I think like that month, I think, from Germany. Did you know that? What? It's the second busiest arena in the country. Is it really Sprint Center? Behind? There's something every night. Behind? Madison Square Garden. Madison Square Garden. Yeah, there's something every damn night. Oh, he botched it. Royals. Look at this. Are we starting to sound like episode 21 right now? Scumbag. All right. Let's get it together. Let's get it together, Captain. You're the captain. Lock it up. Yeah. At Katie Wrights, which is Rob Schamberger's great wife. By the way, did you see she's uh, published in the damn... uh, Yeah. Yeah. Delta Air. Yes. That's awesome. Katie Wrights, the only reason... I want CM Punk chance to continue. Why? Is to hear Stephanie shut them down. Hilarious every time. Has she started Raw off. Stephanie, yeah, that is, yeah, not Katie. Yeah, right. Amazing. Yeah. Katie Schamberger <laughs> yeah, out and was like, hey, fuckers. <laughs> right. But, man, Stephanie shut it down. Dude, she's the shit. Stephanie McMahon might be one of the best heels on the damn roster. I mean, uh, Brock Lesnar obviously is up there. Brock Lesnar. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman, Stephanie. Stephanie. She's better than Trips right now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Trips over time. I mean, if you're looking at an over all time, but Steph right now is so hateable, it's not even funny. Like, you're just like, she man. She gets in that ass. Man. At the Iceman forever. So the name of the stable of Biggie. Oh, you fuck. Kofi. We're not talking about this. And Xavier. We're not talking about it. It's called the Smart Athletic Friends! Exclamation point. Question mark. Exclamation point. What the fuck? Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag fire creative. Iceman. Once again, proving you're one of the smartest motherfuckers I know in wrestling. I'll yell again. (laughs) At WIR Cataclysmic. It's great to see the IC title being defended on a regular basis. Thumbs up. Hashtag diet raw. Hashtag tweet the table. It's like the TV title almost. Yes. But a little bit more elevated. Sure. At Katie First Lady, you really got to love the Chicago crowd for being persistent. Hashtag tweet table. Do you? No. Yeah, because I don't. Get I'm, over it. Get over it. I'll give you a couple. One, I'll give you the opening of the show. I will give you AJ Lee coming out, even though I think that's a disservice no. to her. Yeah, no, that's not fair to her. I give you... And I'll give you a closing. No. The only thing I give you, the only fucking thing I give you, Chicago, is during a Total Divas match. When it's Brie versus uh, Cameron and Eva Marie. But what we're saying is like... No, what we're saying is, this fucking sucks. That's what CM Punk chants really stand for. This sucks. This sucks. Is, okay, Dean Ambrose, Seth Rollins, they're going back and forth. Yeah! But when it's fucking sucking... CM Punk, because this is much rather, you know, we'd rather see CM Punk than yeah, this bullshit. True. But you wouldn't see CM Punk instead of that bullshit. That's my argument. Right. They're going to roll but a fucking no, Divas that's match what they're there. saying. That's what they're saying. Yeah. But instead that's just of, it. But instead yeah. of. But you're wasting your breath. Right. You're just pissing your own self off at that point. WWE's like, we're going to put a fucking Divas thing out. This is going to happen. Guys, what did I say last week? This is what we need to do as fans. Asshole. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. I'm being serious. As fans, this is on us. Every fan that's fucking listening to this podcast, and we got thousands. Yeah. Guys, it's on us to start the fucking chant that will change the product. Right? Eva Marie comes out. You know what you call her? Slut. 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 
Slut, slut, slut. She's yeah. not. But guess what? Slut. Who yeah. cares? Yeah. Ho, 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 ho. ho. Yeah. ho. Hey, a guy yeah, comes out. Yeah, because they can't stop it. Yeah, a guy comes out. Asshole, asshole, asshole. Boring chance. Yeah. That's Boring chance will get somebody off of there quicker than shit. That's what you have to do. The Cena sucks. Let's go Cena. They will not let Raw go nope. with half the segments chanting boring. Right. Until you, they'll keep or finding slut. something that, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. Or ho. Or ho. Or asshole. Yeah, no. It's on us. But I guarantee you, boring, they're not wanting, so because if somebody's casually coming through, and they're like, oh, hey, and then they're boring. Yeah. Boring, be like, yeah, this is boring. you got to replace Move. CM Punk chants with that. You yeah. have to. Yeah, because then, like, if I tune and I'm a casual fan, I, I kind of, like, oh, my, I don't mind watching wrestling, but if I flip through and I'm like, oh, yeah, wrestling. Right, yeah. And I hear CM Punk. CM Punk, I'm like, yeah, whatever happened to CM Punk? Where's CM Punk at? Is he going to come out? Right. I'm thinking, is he involved in this storyline? Right. And then we just move on, and I'm like, oh, this is boring. Ha. Right? But if yep. I tune in, but I see, I watched it for that whole segment. But if I tune in, I hear, boring, boring. Yeah, what's boring? Boring. I'm like, well, Man, this, this crap's yeah. crazy. Or do what the NXT thing did with Bodell's. Turn your fucking back to it. Yep. Crickets. Yep. Crickets will work better than anything. It's on us to be original. Yeah. The Let's Go Cena, Cena sucks. Guys, they've, the, the they've people, bought into that. Yeah, the they people that it. are saying Cena sucks, you literally just have to say something else. Yeah. Let's go Cena. Boring. I don't even think Let's that. go Cena. Boring. I don't even think that. I like this. Get up and walk up and get a fucking drink or go to the bathroom. Well, that's too many people. Well, I, but I don't want to be Turn your fucking back to it. I want to see something. Yeah, but just don't say shit. Well, but then you get Let's Go Cena. Yeah. Let's Go Cena. Well, but then you get Cena Let's sucks. So no, 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 no. No, no. Let's Go Cena. Boring. Let's Go Cena. Yeah, but it's boring. the same thing. It's the same thing as they Let's Go Cena. Cena sucks. Mm, no. Yeah, yeah. If you chant boring. You're much better with nothing. Nothing. Boring. No reaction is worse than a bad reaction. Boring. Yeah. They no would rather have a bad boring. reaction than no reaction, I guarantee you. Chant boring. Hashtag to table. Let us know what you think. At Lifting Chick 35. Hey. Seriously, WWE needs to hitch the company to Ambrose. He could take the ball and run with it. Hashtag to the table. I'll say this as far as what I've noticed with our our Twitter feed, our Instagram feed, which we're on Instagram. Yeah. Please follow us if you have one. It's Tweet, tweet the table. table. Yeah. I've noticed a lot of Dean Ambrose official. Dean Ambrose fan for People life. I love Dean Ambrose. Dean Ambrose, uh, you know, is the best. All of this stuff. Dean Ambrose feels like the internet darling right now. He, he is. feels like he. I feel like he's filled the void of CM Punk to a certain degree. Yeah. Now Dean Ambrose doesn't get the punk rock fan. No. But he gets the man. This shit's cool. Yeah, he gets the the indie older, fan. the uh, young indie adolescent. Fan. Yeah, he gets yep, the indie the fan. Indie fan. Yep. So, I like him. Yeah. Good for him. At Vivid13. Come on. Has Seth Rollins been shopping some of those Kansas State auctions? Hashtag raw, hashtag good vibrations, hashtag table. You know, Kansas just recently auctioned off. It was like $1,600 or $16,000? It was like... Uh, or $160,000? Uh, Am I missing zeros? It was a lot. Yeah. Google that shit. I can't do it because I got the table up here. Right. But Yeah. So, they had some company that makes... Dildos and vibrators, basically. Magic man. Magic man. Couldn't uh, couldn't pay their taxes, and so they said, "Fuck it, let's auction them off. Let's auction off. Let's au-. man. 
I'm, I'm kind of drunk from our uh, beer sponsor of the week. Good for you. I like it. Let's auction off these dicks and let's fucking let's make our money back. Yeah. At the Iceman forever. So is Mark Henry Jobber of the month now? So sad. Hashtag tweet the table. That's all yeah. he is. Yeah, he is. Another thing I've noticed. Mm-hmm. Don't take a shot because I almost said here's the thing. Another thing here's I've noticed. The thing. Another thing that I've noticed with the WWE storylines is that wherever Rusev goes post Jack Swagger, Bo Dallas follows right behind. We have a tweet table about that coming up. Okay. DS, it's $160,000. Yeah, $160,000 worth of dildos and vibrators. DSJMPCOM, does this seem like a completely different show tonight? This is a great hashtag Ross so far. Hashtag WWE, hashtag DSJMP, hashtag tweet table, hashtag TIPs. A lot of fucking hashtags, DSJMP. That's a lot. <laughs> I get your plugs, but come on. Yeah. <laughs> um, Was it a great Raw? I mean. No. It felt like it, it wasn't. Bad. It was solid. It was, yeah, it's good raw. Let's 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 deem down our I think, greats and goods and I solids. I think what and, happens is we've been given shit for so oh, long yeah. that anything decent, it's like oh this, this is great. nice, this is ever. <laughs> I love this. Well, they did have to go up against that ass whooping the Chiefs laid down on them Patriots, them Pats. I like Tom Brady. Boy, he looked like he had sand in his vagina. You know why I Fuck. like you know why I like Tom Brady? Because he's a winner and I only fucking root for winners. No. Fuck that. I'm a Peyton Manning fan if it comes to football. But Tom Brady Because he's a fucking winner and you only root for really, winners. Really, he's one in three in Super Bowls. <laughs> uh I like Tom Brady because he goes to UFC events that are in Boston. You're such a fanboy. Oh, shut up. You would like any cocksucker that was any <laughs> WWE show. At heavy set three three zero. I fucking love hashtag Slater Gator. Slater Gator. Can't wait till they become champs. Hashtag tweet the table. But they're doing Slater and Gator. Slater and Gator. That's yeah. stupid. It's no, Slater Gator. Slater Gator. Slater Gator. At Devil Vamp. Welcome home, AJ. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag TIP. Hashtag DSJMP. Hashtag raw. <sighs> Just read ours. Yeah. At the Iceman forever. Hey. But I support every other oh, show. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. It just, come on. At the Iceman forever. Hashtag. Or no, excuse me. <laughs> Too much hashtags. Dusty's Dust. Always good stuff. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag cosmic twins. I don't know, man. They're kind of boring me now. Dusty's Dusts. I don't care. Yeah. The only the only team I care about is none of them. <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. All I right. don't. I mean, guys. Think about this. We broke up primetime players for fucking Slater Gator. Slater Gator, yeah. That's fucking bullshit, guys. Mm-hmm. At Heavy Set 330, is Miz an A-lister or is he just on A-list? Hashtag tweet the table. A-list. A-list. At Sharkbait816. He's an asshole. Why? Because I know what this is. Because I was sitting next to him when he did this. Go ahead, read it. Hogan's glasses probably have a teleprompter in the lenses. That guy can't talk. Sorry, I'm a hater. Hashtag tweet the table. That, no. <laughs> All right. I said this off air. Here's the problem with Hogan. One, he's just an infomercial now. Yep. And two, he's given more talking points than any other guy outside of Cena and Paul Heyman. Yeah. And he's taken 30 years of chair shots to the head. 
It's unfair. Yeah. Stop being a fucking asshole to Hogan. Yeah, I mean, you go out there and fucking do it, number one. Yeah, you go out there and say eight talking points about... And you don't have the teleprompter in front right. of you. And so you need to remember all your bullet points. And you've had you're he's probably honest to God walking around with a mild concussion 24/7. Oh yeah. So fuck no. yeah. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So no. You guys can go fuck off about the damn Hulk Hogan sucks thing cuz he doesn't. At the Iceman forever. The Bellas are H A W T what? But I'll switch over to the Chiefs game now. Hashtag tweet the table. Boy, that was an ass whooping they laid down well, honestly, on the New England fakeriots. Well, honestly, that's almost every Monday night football game. As soon as I get the two looks of what Nikki and Bree are wearing, yeah, yeah. then it's Monday night football. Yeah. At Mr. DRG underscore WIR, when I think about it, good for you. It's pretty cool. That Hulkamania has been running wild since before I was born. Hashtag nostalgia. Hashtag to the table. Yeah. It feels weird to say, like, if you, we were to go back on the WWE Network for. Oh, you suck. What, what'd you say? I missed it. If we went back to the WWE <laughs> Network for. nine ninety nine A month, we could probably catch a promo of Hogan saying, this Hulkamania is running for 10, 20, 30 years right. and forever. Yeah, well, yeah, now we're at the yeah. 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At Heavyset 330. Best of Sting, i.e., no TNA matches. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> yeah, name me a good Sting TNA match. The first one with Kurt Angle. Yeah. That was good. Okay, yeah. Remember when Kurt Angle was like attacking his son at the yeah, football no, yeah, practice? No, you gave and stuff? me. Yeah, you you met it. I said yeah. name me a good team. Yeah, no, there you I'll go. give you that. <laughs> at Mr. Drg underscore Wir. At this point, does Seth Rollins actually need the briefcase in order to be a credible world champion contender? Nope. He's the number one heel. Yeah. At heavy set three three zero. How many T-shirts do you think Hogan has ripped off in his career? Hashtag tweet the table. Honest guess. Yeah. 5,000 plus? Oh. Way more than that. I was going to say 25,000. 25,000. Yeah, because at least one a day. <laughs> like, for 40 years, not 30 years now. And I'm I'm saying 25,000 taking away the NWO years, where it was NWO shirts he was ripping. That's what I'm well, saying. Well, he just says how many t-shirts. Oh. 50? God. 50,000? 50, Pull up your calculator. I got it. More than 30 years he's been doing that Hulk Hogan ripping off the shirt gimmick. More than 30 years. Because WrestleMania 1 he was doing it. And we're at WrestleMania 30. Or 30. 30. And now we are. I'm drunk. We are at <laughs> WrestleMania 30. So he's been doing it that whole time. And he was doing it before WrestleMania 1. So let's say 35 years to be generous. Right? Okay. 35 years times... 52 weeks. Well, let's say, how many days a year do you think you work? 300 plus. Right. Right? So 35 years times... 300. We'll just say 300. 310. Okay. Equals 10,850. Now that's only one time a day in one match. Okay? So now let's figure... 
appearances, twice on Sundays, twice on Sundays, photo shoots, book signings. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, photo shoots. It's probably around any. I'm going to guess 50. Yeah, I'd say 50. 50,000 shirts. Wouldn't it be crazy if he had like a stat? Like, you know, Chris Jericho's famous for keeping every fucking stat of everything Mm -hmm. he's done. If he was like, oh, on this day I ripped off. (laughs) At the Iceman forever. Lana, Lana, Lana. Hashtag yummy. Hashtag yummy. Hashtag yummy. Hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blue Kazoo, 512. What is it? Blue Kazoo. Blue Kazoo. Blue Kazoo. Am I saying it right? Yep. Blue Kazoo. Blue Kazoo. Blue Kazoo. No. Blue Kazoo. Blue Kazoo. No. Quicker. Blue Kazoo. Blue Kazoo. Blue Kazoo. Blue Kazoo. Blue Kazoo. Okay, got it. Do you? Blue Kazoo. Looks like Cruella DeVille couldn't get the green slime off of him. Hashtag Seth Rollins. Hashtag slime. Hashtag tweet table. He does kind of have that Cruella DeVille. The slime used to be applesauce with food coloring so you could eat it. Nice. Like the Nickelodeon? Mm-hmm. Nice. At Heavy Set 3. Oh, man. Science Project at home. All right. At Heavy Set 330. Hogan is like WWE's pitch man now. Think it's punishment for going to TNA? Hashtag tweet the table. Probably a little, honestly. Devil Vamp watching Steve Austin on the Monday Night Wars via the WWE Network. Hashtag life is good. Hashtag tweet the table. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, good. At GBL316, hashtag tweet the table. Sports fiction. Are we calling it SpoFi for short? I like that too. DSJ and PCOM, enough with the black and white when there is blood on the network. I am paying for this. Hashtag Monday Night Wars, hashtag Tweet Table. I hate that. Yeah, me too. I hate like, it. it doesn't make it, like, I know it's blood. Yeah, I know what you're doing. At Devil Vamp, Goldberg, the ultimate paper tiger. Hashtag Monday Night Wars, hashtag Tweet Table. He's the only, re- no, that's not true. He's one of two wrestlers that when I had the opportunity to meet him, I said no. No, yeah. At the ultimate one, Chicago. Please stop. He is not coming back. You're being worse than ex-girlfriends. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> Fucking perfect. Thank you, ultimate one. That's probably Thank the you. best one so far. At Lil B. Little, our Slater Gator beer sponsor of the week. Slater Gator. Slater Gator. I'm interested in the Wyatt family again. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, this whole Luke Harper thing. I think he's getting a singles push, which will then eventually, I hope, turn into a WrestleMania Wyatt family clash between the two of them. Yeah, I like that. You're welcome. At Real Sturk. Real Sturk is also our chief of contributors. The COC. The cock. (laughs) And cock (laughs) says, wouldn't mind seeing more pink from Lana. Wink, wink. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh, I see what you did there. You see what you did there? Oh, I did. Because he's the cock. At the ultimate one. Wow! Is Jamie Noble and Joey Mercury the new Briscoe and Patterson? Hashtag with the table. How awesome is it when Dean Ambrose goes, oh, wait a minute. The cruiserweight division's after <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah. Dean Ambrose is the shit. I like that guy. GBL 316. Hashtag with the table. Stephanie's breasts mm-hmm. are so huge. Mm-hmm. They need their own congressman. 
and I nominate Captain Awesome. Hashtag hell yeah, baby. Thanks. Oh. I would like to say I would like to oh, let's... on behalf of my constituency. Mm-hmm. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. Uh, I will accept the nomination mm-hmm. for Congressman for Stephanie McMahon's boobs. Ask not what you, excuse me, ask not what Steph's boobs can do for you. Ask what I can do for Steph's boobs. You pick Captain because he reads the tweets. <laughs> ass kisser. Yeah, and I squeeze the teats. Yeah! I read the tweets, and I squeeze them teats. Hell yeah. Well, I make them picks, and you keep sucking them dicks. (laughs) Scoreboard. At Kiwi Touch. Yeah, one nothing. So, so, (laughs) Kiwi Touch. So the United, I'm liking this beer sponsor of the week idea we had. It may make for bad radio. But I'm having a good time. Yeah, we're having better time than usual, that's for sure. <laughs> we tuts. Says, so the United Kingdom and Ireland have got to wait another month for the WWE Network. For fuck's sake, WWE. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag peed off. Yeah, they're fucking this up. Yeah, they are fucked. At the ultimate one, my girlfriend is not a believer. Not cool. Hashtag tweet the table. Or real. What? Girlfriend. Girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. My, why'd you put that in quotes? No, GBL 316. I'm kidding. Hashtag, I'm kidding. No. Jesus. GBL 316. Hashtag tweet the table. Just once. I want to see Dolph make his entrance to hashtag ass man. Hashtag Billy Gun V2. Yeah, ass man. Wouldn't that be cool though? I mean, just once, Dolph comes out to ass man. Oh yeah, like an old school Raw. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you could even have the ass man come out with it. Yeah, I think a, a tag team match with the two of them. I think that would be great. Yeah. You have the, those two go up against Slater Gator. Slater Gator. You know. Yeah. Slater Gator. And then... I'm an ass man. Right there. Yeah, I'm an ass man. Yeah, ass man, baby. Because he's the ass man. Oh, that makes sense. I love ass. Man. Man. Mr. DRG underscore WIR. Just woke up this morning, and and you know the first thing I thought about? Me. Swoggle Gator. Hashtag damn it, Vince. Hashtag tweet the table. (laughs) Swoggle Gator. W.I.R. Cataclysmic. Who is Triple H to mock the Miz for having movies that go straight to DVD? Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag the chaperone. Hashtag tweet the table. At GBL316. Hashtag tweet the table. Noel and Mercury are the modern day Briscoe and Patterson. Yep. At the mock jockey. Hashtag tweet the table. Okay, I got it. I want Eva Marie to wrestle for ultimate surrender. Not safe for work, but Google it. You heard of Ultimate Surrender? Mm-mm. Yeah. That's I'm going to Google it right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's definitely not safe for work. Ultimate Surrender is a uh, pornographic series of films wherein, much as in the style of MMA, some women will fight, and the winner gets to take certain liberties 
with the loser. Follow me. I'm seeing. Oh, are you looking now? Mm-hmm. Ultimate Surrender. Yep. Yeah, you probably get off on that. You're a huge MMA. At WIR Cataclysmic. Oh, look at that armbar. So hot. At WIR Cataclysmic. Oh, I see how this goes. Be American. Feud with Rusev. Lose. And then feud with Bo Dallas. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At Mr. DRG underscore WIR. He says this to Cataclysmic. So see, I think Nikki looks like a giant T-W-A-T twat. Hashtag Katie, I'm sorry. Hashtag tweet the table. Hold on, this ultimate surrender. So it's just submission wrestling naked. When there's a winner defined, they get to then take extreme liberties with the loser. Uh, like porn. generally involves... Porn devices shit. and yes that's the dumbest shit yes ever. no i don't like this oh, sure if it was dudes you'd care at the mop no. jockey <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that i'm not i, I, yeah. I totally support you t-neck yeah so do i at the mop but jockey. no that's fucking dumb as shit <laughs> yeah, no it's dumb as shit it's like the uh, it's like the fuckers that dress up like I panda bears and mix shit. And fuck. Fighting with fucking like right. i don't want to do I it i don't want to mix two things no. together i don't want to see fucking Giant, uh, uh, look, I'm all for Winnie the Pooh's fucking each other. I'm all for a good hard pounding being on the giving in. I'm all for a good hard pounding, but I'm not like into like rough, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to fucking beat you up or fight you on this. Like, you know what I mean? I don't mind going hard. I'm clearing my history, so I don't have to. I don't mind going hard in the paint. Hey, but, you know what I mean? I'm clearing my shit of that. <laughs> yeah, that exactly. Horrible. My my history. Yeah, my history on that. At the mop jockey hashtag tweet table. Oh shit! Slater Gator has its own intro song. Titantron and mascot. Fuck yeah! Slater for money in the bank. I don't know about all that. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a Slater U.S. title run maybe. At the mop jockey hashtag tweet the table. Oh, we just said that one. At Tunes Brian. Jimmy Snuka's career-defining move was when he jumped off the T-A-W-P top of the steel cage. Hashtag tweet the table. Is that his defining <laughs> moment? Yeah. Why not the coconut over the head? Anytime anybody talks about Jimmy Snuka, what do they talk about? Coconut over the head, Rowdy and Piper. What's the most thing talked about Jimmy Snuka? I guess his defining. Jumping but, off the T-A-W-P. But he took it. Yeah, yeah. He, W-P. He took the coconut. Top. That's, that's what I think of. Top first. Top. How you doing? W-I-R can't. By, by the way, sidebar. Are those guys not fucking awesome? They can't wrestle. No. But, but they got great. a great, great gimmick. Yeah. yeah I'm a G. Yeah. She's like, you're such an idiot. He's like, I'm a G. Yeah. Falls off the treadmill. <laughs> I'm a G. You all right? I'm a G. I'm a G. Yeah. It's great. How you doing? I like when they're like in their ring and he's fucking bouncing. Yeah. How you doing? How, How you doing? doing? How you doing? How, How you doing? doing? <laughs> yeah, it's great. W I R Cataclysmic. I always find it funny when Miz interacts with JBL, knowing that JBL bullied Miz when he first got into the WWE. Hashtag table. Hashtag raw. JBL's a cocksucker. Yeah, he's kind of a dick, huh? Yeah. He's a fucking. He's the senior on the football team. You know what? That thinks it's cool to give wedgies yeah. to the freshmen. He's a cock. <laughs> Speaking of cock. Our chief of contributors, the cock, Real Sturk, chimes in and says, Seamus' beard 
is reaching Slater pube level. Hashtag tweet the table. It's ugly as shit. Yes. At Toons Brian, Boogeyman's worms often caused intestinal R-A-W-T rot. Hashtag tweet the table. I like how this theme is just yeah, spelling. Yeah. I like that. At rated underscore R. That's R-8-T-E-D underscore R. Come on. Living in Kansas City. We got to get this guy in here, man. Yeah. Let's hang out. The longest faction, or the longest lasting faction in pro wrestling. Backstage security. Hashtag tweet the table. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's I like true. that. Yeah. At Real Sturk, our chief of contributors, the cock, <laughs> says, Dear Kane, whenever you retire, and hopefully that is soon, please give Randy your pants. Lots of love. Cock. Hashtags with the table. Yeah, he could use some pants. At this stage, Randy could use a lot, but pants is one of them. At Mr. DRG underscore WIR, let's be honest. Dance battle champion is the highest honor in all of space and time. Nobel Peace Prize, my ass. Hashtag tweet the table. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Iceman, international dance battle champion. Mm-hmm. Come on. At double A underscore WIR, hashtag the authority, a.k.a. Stephanie McMahon, put the CM Punk chanting fans in their place. Hashtag tweetable. Yeah. Called him a quitter. That's what he is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. He is. Fucking yeah. quit. At Real Sturk, our chief of contributors, the cock, <laughs> says Ambrose has all the qualities of a main event talent and a meth addict. Hashtag tweet the table. The fucking white trash godfather. Yeah. Meth addicts. What did I say the second he came onto the scene? Yes. God. White that's, trash godfather. That's next. At heavy set three three zero at Titan T Mac. That's why we fight so much. We're both Irish. Hashtag tweet the table. Or you just want to pick fights and I'm right. <laughs> but we're Irish. At Negron. That's in three G R O N. Had an amazing birthday weekend in San Francisco. Time. To catch up on the WWE for $9.99. Come on. P.S. What? Yeah. Wait, we we don't do that anymore. That deserves a $9.99. We don't do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I caught a home run ball. Hashtag Hey. That's fucking cool. That is a P.S. Good for yeah. you. No, I saw all over his Facebook, dude. He had, he's a big San Francisco 49ers fan, it looks like, and he got to go out for his birthday to San Francisco with his lady. Good. And they fucking did the whole town, man. They were right. all over the place, and I'm good fucking for happy him. for you, yeah, man. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is great. At double A underscore W-I-R, I think Tyson Kidd is tweeting the table during the Total Divas match at Raw. Hashtag tweet the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you watch uh, Total Divas? No. P.S. <laughs> I wonder if John Laurinaitis did the same. Yeah, was he tweeting the table the whole time? Of course he was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wait, 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 wait. P.S. Nine ninety nine. Wait, and doesn't that entail a shot? Hello. Hmm. <laughs> Final one. Final one. At Tunes Brian. Uh huh. With that one. Yep. I am signing A W W F off. Hashtag tweet the table. I like that. That's yes. a good one to end on. Too. Yes. Tweet the table, man. That was fun. That was fun. I'm drunk. You are. And we're going to do some emails. So yeah. This shit should be great. Oh, man. I can't wait till unpgbl. Great.
<laughs> yeah. This will be fun. Great! All right, so we are going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to play you an interview. Yeah, Magic Man. This Magic is great. Man. Fucking. Oh. He's here to show the world yeah. his goddamn crazy ass. Put so. your seatbelts on. Put your seatbelts on and tell your loved ones that you love them because yeah, you might not be ever great. be the same. But that's when we return from the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And as always, Einstein married his first cousin. TrinityTopicsNetwork.com. Things are exactly what they T-Mac, you got any paintings in your house? Yes. Who are they by? Rob Schamberger. Rob fucking Schamberger in the studio with us. What's going on, here, Rob? Where's my music? Oh, your music is Oh, come on. Come guys. on. Here. Work with me here. here. Come Talk on. Shelton. Stop me. No. You can't rock All right. There now, we go. Now that we've properly introduced There we man, go. Rob Schamberger. Rob's going to tell us about where you can be like T-Mac, especially when it comes to owning beautiful artwork yes. of professional wrestlers. Yep. <laughs> so, Rob, tell these people where they can get Rob Schamberger painting. Number one spot, of course, is robschamberger.com. Yes. That's R-O-B-S-C-H-A-M-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. Also now there is WWE Shop. Yes. You can get posters there and stretched canvas prints. And if you do go and buy these paintings on WWE Shop... If you go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net, there's a WWE Shop link. Ooh. Click on that. You can buy the painting for the same price, and we get a little bit of that money. Give How these awesome guys some money. Let, let them get their Reese's Cups, guys. How yes! awesome is that? So what do you have up on WWE Shop right now? I know that'll change it, it from time to time. It continues to evolve. Ooh. I know we have posters of Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior, John Cena, Daniel Bryan, Triple H. Randy Orton, Ultimate Warrior, Stone Cold Steve Austin. and So uh, good up-and-comers. Yes, as yeah. well as grizzled veterans like Paige and the Wyatt yes, family. Yes, right, yes. <laughs> One of my favorite things to do also is check out the WWE auction where you can bid on paintings signed by the wrestlers that Rob have done. Yes, yes. And those are awesome. And we have... Three of those go up every week. Every Tuesday, we launch some new ones. You get a bid on it, so you could come away with a steal. So, robshamberger.com. Yes, sir. R-O-B-S-C-H-A-M-B-E-R-G-E-R.com. Do that. There's WWE Shop. If you go through the Spanish Announce Table.net and click through, we get a little bit. I'm just saying. Or the WWE Auction page where you get a bid on paintings, so you can come away with a steal. And you know what? Because I didn't do it properly last time. Let's do this. Ain't no stopping me. No. Check him out, robshamberger.com. Thanks, Rob. Suck it, Shelton. Sports fans, want to talk about sports? Check out 4-4 Sports on the Heavy Hitter Network. It's where we talk about the latest in the NFL, NBA, NHL, and Major League Baseball. We will have sports trivia and be fan interactive. So subscribe to the Heavy Hitter Network on iTunes, Google Play, or other platforms. Or go to heavyhitternetwork.com. Can you go 4 Subscribe and download for four sports on the Heavy Hitter Network and find out. Welcome to the second hour ish of the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm ready for this one. I'm pumped. I am pumped for this one. Second hour-ish, Ish. of the Spanish Announce Table. Our once again, our beer sponsor of the week is Little Be Little. 
Double wide. Double wide. Thanks again, dude. It is mighty tasty. Very. Warms the uh Boulevard is a great, great, great brand of beer. I tell you yeah, that Yeah, no, they are. They're very, yeah, very, They make very everything good. very well. But, man, hey, that's not what we're here for. Nope. We're in here for an interview. God damn it. I love our interviews. Yep. And this one I'm excited about because if you uh, listen to episode yes. one of our road stories, our next guest was mentioned a few times a in few that. A few times. And his, so. his reputation precedes him yes. if you're plugged into the uh, local wrestling scene. Right. Here. And uh, it's a gentleman that we call Magic Man. Magic, you there, brother? Hola, hola, amigos. Hey, Capitan, fantástico. Amigo, Timac, oh. hey, hombre, say, say, hey, amigos, ¿qué pasó, oh. eh? Hey, man. Hey, um, uh, I'm sorry. Dude, I'm terrible. Yeah. <laughs> we uh we don't speak uh hey, Spanish. Ah, uh, uh, man, No <laughs> español. All I know is Hang on a second. You mean to tell me that, that, that I'm being I'm being interviewed by the Spanish announce table and the two guys that are going to interview me, neither one of them speak Spanish? None. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry oh, about that, is, bro. Oh, this is great. This, the whole thing's a work, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's kind of stuff. Well, that's great. Yeah. I'm happy to be here, you guys. We just, we hey, just... I've been checking it out, too. You know, I really uh, I enjoy your uh, previous shows and stuff. I listen in on some of that, and I... And uh, I appreciate what you're doing. I like that. Well, man, we appreciate you supporting the show, and welcome in. How are you doing, first off? Oh, I'm doing fantastic these days. i got a lot of uh, a lot of opportunities coming my way, a lot of uh, projects going on. I mean, uh, it's getting that time of the year, too, that I think uh, the independent wrestling scene seems to uh, kind of pick up a little bit uh, as the uh, summer activities die out, you know? Right. Uh, people like to get out and do their camping and their outdoor activities and their vacations and stuff, and then... You know, in uh, in the fall season and then in the winter and that, that's when you get the, the people that want to come to the arenas, the, the smaller arenas, and see the indie pro wrestling stars. You know, of you know the upcoming stars and sure. the guys that are going places and the guys that's been somewhere and then coming coming back to pay homage to homes and stuff like that. So you know, well, let's for business. well, it is good for business. Yes. I like that. So let's tell t- tell everyone who kind of Magic Man is. If, if we've never seen you before, kind of the generic question: Describe what is Magic Man. Well, I, I well, let me say. I mean, I would pretty much describe him at times to be all oh, a general irritant or a, or a nuisance <laughs> of some sort. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, the character of Magic Man, you know, has many, many flavors to it. Uh, he's a slightly disturbed mathematician. Okay. He's a uh, <laughs> he's a uh, engineer of sorts. Uh, he pilots a gravity distortional time displacement unit, <laughs> and uh, he also likes to perform uh, magic, which magic in and of itself is nothing more than math and science mixed together to complete make something that's completely useless, like an entertaining, <laughs> funny ass magic trick. You know right, what I mean? Right. So, uh, the character got developed years ago in that uh, you know I was a magician all my life. From the first time I ever did magic. Uh, that I started getting paid at it. I can remember I was about seven and a half years old. Damn. Oh, wow. And, yeah, I mean, I was a little, little tyke, you know. That's that more driving determination. I, I got into magic and stuff for some yeah. how, I There's a long story as to how that kind of came about as a young kid. But okay. I, mean, I think it stems from the fact that, uh, you know, before the Internet and all this kind of thing, you know, and, and you know, we're talking about it in the early 60s and that, you know, Mm-hmm. I was reading books because books was was a good source of entertainment and uh, 
you know, brain exercise, I guess. Yeah. You know what I mean? Look it up, so kids. I was reading about magic and all of this sort of thing, and I started performing magic at my mom and dad's dinner parties. And my okay. father had worked for the uh, government and all of that stuff, so that uh, when these people came to the house, these were actually kind of probably in... I look back on them these days now, and I think, well, these probably were dignitaries of some sort, that these were colonels and generals and, you know, office staff and people from that from the military. and that, But uh, they worked, you know, but they were coming over to a barbecue or something. Well, you know, they were in their for normal street clothes, and they were just hanging out at, at my dad's place, you know. And mom and dad, well, I'd go around, and I'd just start doing magic tricks. And I, in those days, people were a little more, uh, less health-conscious than we are now that they were uh, – they were, okay, but a gentleman always had a handkerchief in his pocket, so I borrow a handkerchief, and then I'd ask the lady for her lit cigarette, you know, and I'd put the lit cigarette in the hand, you know, first there, and I'm like, I'm not giving this kid a lit cigarette, you know, my dad, <laughs> ah, don't worry about it, he knows what he's doing, he's done this weird trick, I, it's, I don't know how he's doing it, and I'd put the lit cigarette in that good gentleman's handkerchief, you know, make it disappeared it, and all, you know, well, then they'd start giving me money to do it some more. There you go. Well, oh, I went yeah. in the kitchen, tell my mom, I go, hey. You mean to tell me these people will pay me to freak them out? She goes, well, yeah, they'll pay you to freak them out. Just stop freaking me out. Because I keep wanting to know why I let you play with lit cigarettes. Yeah. I'm like, well, wait a minute. You know, I, I never told her I was doing this, you know. Yeah. So it was funny. But anyway, I, it became a, a thing where I guess, you know, as long years later, I, I started watching it on television a little bit when I was in the military, in the Air Force and that. And I thought about it even then. I started watching some matches. And I went, you know, they have these guys that they're not really a wrestler so much as, they, you know, they're just the manager gimmick only. Yeah. And I thought, boy, I wonder what kind of a magician character I could bring to that, you right. know, and being a magician because I love this stuff. I love Bobby the Brain Enid, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I know he, he did stuff, you know. Yeah. And then they, had, they started bringing these guys out that don't do anything. And I thought, well, man. You know, there's yeah. some guys that they just walk out with the guy, and whether he wins or loses, he the guy never gets in the ring with the dude and raises his hand or nothing, and he mm-hmm. doesn't like cheat. He doesn't do it like he's kind of a dry bland. Well, I bet I could bring more flavor. They, they're on TV. they got to be getting paid. Yeah, right. I put, the, I put the idea on the shelf for many years, and I was out in California, out in Venice Beach, and I'm traveling. I mean, I'm living, man, dude, I'm living like a, a block off the beach, okay, in, in uh, Venice Beach with a couple other performers. One of them was like a skateboard dude that, that had all kinds of speakers attached to him. And the other was a crazy guy that just, he had, all he did is he'd go find junk out of the garbage can. He'd put like a satellite dish on a motorcycle helmet and walk around with a, with a walkie-talkie thing and, talk, and act like he's talking to people from Mars and shit, and people give him money. That's right. awesome. I mean, we're making so much money as entertainers just screwing around. You know, I'm a magician. I'm, I put my hat out there. I come home, man, I'm eating steak and lobster, dude. Right, right, While yeah. a, a freaking tourist are out there paying $7 for pizza, I'm going like, what I only had to go out there for two hours today, and I got enough to, I'm, you know, I got rent paid, and I'm, you know, living high in the Right. So the word on the street, though, got to going, hey, man, when wintertime closes in, listen, man, it might get slow. And you know what? Who, I heard who's hiring is uh, some guy named Vince or something. He's going to be making wrestling really big. And if you know a way to get into wrestling, now's the time. That was the word amongst all of these performers. I'm talking about hundreds of them that lived all around in that area. Right. So I thought, well, you know, I'm from St. Louis. I should go back to the hub. Because mm-hmm. that used to be the hug, you know, Sam Money, oh, yes. you know, and every, I mean, wrestling in the chat, a whole bit. I was there. Absolutely. As a kid, right. you know. So I went, well, yeah. I came back, and, uh, yeah, you know, that's another long ass story to get into how I asked it. But anyway, I was able to get my toes wet in the business and test to see would a magician manager character work in pro wrestling. And apparently it does, because <laughs> yeah. I'm still in it 20 yeah. freaking years later. Yeah, made a nice so, little. You know, Made a nice little chunk of change for yourself over the time, yeah? 
Well, yeah, you know, and it takes a while, too, that, you know, at first when you dabble in any kind of thing. I, I told people that they always come to me over the years and they'd say, oh, I see, man, when you're in a wrestling, can you get me in wrestling? Can you, can you make me into a wrestler and all? I wanted to be my buddies when I was out. Here's the deal. You have to be trained, you know, and you yeah. have to spend time, money, and effort, and you have to go to the gym. And all that. I really don't do that part of it yeah. in that I was just the manager sidekick kind of a character, okay? Right. right. Well, now, you know, after years of getting um, popular and famous with that and then getting opportunities and doors opening up to me over into the uh, East Coast and then up through Norm Connor's Steel City Wrestling there in Pittsburgh and then on to uh, the late uh, Boston Bad Boy Tony Rumbles organization there uh, NWA New England that he had. He had uh, Century Wrestling Alliance. Mm-hmm. You know, that's when I was being scouted for WCW now with uh, Kevin Sullivan and all of these oh, guys. Oh, yeah. That would have been and, a good uh, fit, yeah. That's where when... When Mr. Sullivan went back to Atlanta to tell him at the office, he's found the, the manager that he wants to hire for Mortis and Wrath for the collection of oddities. Yeah, that's when Eric Bischoff told him, "Oh, I'm sorry, but I've already hired a guy for that. I got, I didn't know you uh, that you were going to bring that try to bring that guy in. Oh. Try to find something for him later." So Sullivan called and told me, "Well, hey, listen, I hate to tell you, kid, but I'm going to hire you for this thing. I can't do. But I tell you what, I'm going to do. I'm going to call over here and see if I can get these Japanese guys to pick you up." And that's sure. Two, three weeks later, I started getting contracts from Michinoku Pro to go to Japan. There you go. Nice. You know. Well, how, what was and the... Then, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I'm, I don't want to keep long-winded. Well, well I was going to say is... what you guys got going on, man. Well, real quick, since you've kind of done your gimmick here in America, and then you're speaking about going over to Japan, how is the gimmick different as far as it being received from America to Japan? Because the crowds, just from watching it on TV, I mean, you have... You know, every chant wants to get over here in America, but then over in Japan, it's very quiet. You know, you sit there, you're very well, respectful. Right now, over there in Japan, yes, you learn very quickly that the audience behaves in a more, uh, how would you say, a uh, it's a more polite manner in that they you give them something to pop for. Right. They yeah, don't right. pop unless you give them something to cheer, laugh, or explode about. I mean, uh Whereas over here, you know, you may get, if it's a low or something, like if it gets too quiet, you know, you got the drunk guy hollering and heckling and right. all that kind of thing. It's just a different atmosphere over there. They right. don't kind of, they're not socially set up like that, I guess. So when you're over but, in uh, Japan, are you a heel magic man well, or are you the baby I face? Tell you that. Yeah, now as I went over there, and you got to understand, I went over there with the intention that I was, I was, I looked at the contract naturally, but now most, you know, 98% of it was in Japanese. Yeah, I can't read none of it. Right. All I knew is it had a one piece of paper that you had to kind of cipher out that it's trying to tell me that I need to go to see the consulate general of Japan to make sure that it's okay for me to go to Japan. Sure. So I got to go and I go make arrangements for all this and I go do all this, you know. And that's where I'm finding out that it's telling me that here, that you sign this dotted line here says you're good to go, that this guy that's coming, that's taking you over there is like a... Uh, big time guy, sure. and uh, he's guaranteeing your safety and all of this other, you know, legal legally stuff. So right, you're not coming in there I to, sign it, to and rob it liquor says stores. that I'm a wrestler. Well, I'm thinking they know I'm a manager. If I get over there, and what happened is, is a guy named Vampiro. You know Vampiro, yeah. right? Uh-huh. He was in Mexico at the time and was supposed to schedule to be wrestling for me. It was going to be a triple threat. Thing. It was going to be me and Mascara Mayica and Vampiro as a as a team. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. And I was going to be pretty much the sidekick manager kind of guy. Like, well, if we do some, you know, six-man matches, and I'm going to be the guy that kind of really don't do a whole lot. Sure, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm just going to pull the tricks on you and crap. Yeah, yeah. Well, he didn't show up. Tour man, sure. 
Oh, no. And there's a long story into that, but it was funny that he, I think what he did is he tried telling the great Sofsky that he had broken his neck uh-huh. in Mexico. And what what we really found out, because like Mascara Mexico and all these guys from Mexico knew him, and knew that no, he got offered more money for his band to play at some gig <laughs> yeah. that he was going to make to go to Japan and wrestle. So he decided, so he told Sofsky he broke his neck. And he sent him an X-ray of, of somebody with a cracked skull. But Sasuke looked at it, and it was a, he took it to a doctor, and he goes, "No, man, that's that's skull of a woman." <laughs> so he put it in the newspapers and everything. Here's a picture of Sasuke holding this thing, and then in fucking newspaper it says, "And Magic Man has decided to wrestle at his place." Oh, oh shit! No. <laughs> <laughs> so I got the old "Welcome to Japan" guy, yeah, you know, because yeah. all these guys had ever seen for two or three weeks of me as I'm coming. Like, they call it weirdo month. Like, June is their weirdo month. So they brought me over, like, June of 97 the first time, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to learn all this over time, you know, over four years of being with the company to figure out that June's the month we always pick some fucking whack-ass and see what he's about, bring him over there and beat <laughs> the shit out of him. <laughs> you know? So I'm that guy the first time, right? Nice. And I go and I get over there and, uh, oh, God, I don't even want to tell you about the story. So, uh, I get in there and, now. Uh, they realize pretty quickly that uh, you know that I don't have the skills for all of that and everything. Sure. So, uh, and, uh, and I'm trying to do a, uh, you know, uh, you know, they they want to interview me and all kinds right, of other stuff. Yeah. So anyway, trying to make it work somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it was. Uh, I'm getting sidetracked here, but because I got uh, to my computers are all messing up here. Hang no, on. No, you're fine. Yeah, but anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a really interesting tour in that uh, the first time, and at the end of this, it was like, I think I want to say it was like it was 17, 18 days, so like a 21 uh, trip or something. Recording something on the radio. Uh, anyway, uh, there was a trip over there and uh, for 21 days, and what happened is, uh, at the end, I'm thinking, well, you're good at this, and I had to wrestle in this spot. But they had been kind of built, built an angle with me in the first place, you know. Mm-hmm. So at the end, and I'm sitting here, and the whole time, I didn't think the Grand Hamada. Have you heard of a guy called the Grand Hamada? Uh, no. This is an ancient so. guy. And his daughters all wrestle. Okay. okay. For like Shimmer and all of that. You uh-huh. know, Dave Prezak hires them. In you know what I'm talking about? He's got, one, he's got them all over the place. Right. Okay, okay. And, and the Hamadas, okay? Legendary wrestling family. Okay. And he's sitting there, and the whole time, I knew that this guy smoke cigarettes, so I go find him an ashtray and put it there, because, like, he's a legendary guy. I'm trying to be nice to the guy. Of I know course. he'll speak sure. English. Yeah. So, I'm going over there, and I put the cigarette ashtray by him, and it's on the last day, and I'm done with my match, and he's, like, waiting for his or something. And he goes, okay, now you come sit by me. And I'm like, what right. the hell? This guy speak, you know, this whole time, he's like, yes, sir, you know what I'm saying? He's, okay, now, next time when you come back, I need you to have to do this, 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 and what? Hell, you speak English? Like, oh yeah. I go. Well, next time I come back, are you crazy? I said they're never going to hire me again. I suck at this. <laughs> you know? Did you see? Did you watch anything I did? I thought all I'm getting is people laughing their fucking head. He goes, that's, but that's because you coming back. <laughs> you okay. like, you know, you like. They need you to do this. And sure enough, the very I go home, and no sooner as I get home. Like the next week, I get another package, and it's telling me I'm on this pay per view with the Undertaker and. Whoa. Chris Candido and Sonny and all of them. I'm like, what? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, this is the big deal. This is at the turnaround where they were, they were you know, Hakushi had already been going to uh, WWF, you right. know? Right. Mm-hmm. And then they, he, he was done with that or signed out of the contract, whatever he did. And then they were going to try to use uh, Great Sasuke or Takamichinoku. Mm-hmm. Okay. They brought him in, and the fans, I don't think that 
that Sasuke really got over because it was another guy in a mask. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. American fans don't get guys in a mask. Yeah, they, don't they just understand. think they're all the same I mean? almost, yeah. yeah. Right, right. So that didn't get over, but Taka got over because he did that high big splash, you know, and the big dive off, you know, mm-hmm. up on yeah. him, he gets yeah. up on the top oh, over yeah. and he dives to the cow side. Oh, yeah. So all that kind of crazy stuff got over. Well, then they brought in the Kai and Tai group, you know, for, mm-hmm. you know, Funaki. You know, I've been wrestling these yep. guys. I know these guys. So, yeah, but when I went for over there, I was trying to be the heelist character, see? Mm-hmm. But I quickly found out that because I'm too comical, you know, I had to turn him more of a comical guy. Yeah, right. What we would do is they explained to me what we we're going to do to build angles, and then what they did is they had me come out and perform a magic act in the ring that they, it, like, it never got televised. It was just a couple of tricks at the end. They would tease the other, like, sure. I would, I would be doing like maybe a 10 or 15 minute magic act in the ring. Okay. okay. Right. Then they get in there and they, uh, uh, they, but if it's a good, if it's a, like a good guy, if it's a heel, a face coming out, then I'm more heelish. If it's just, if it's a heel coming out, I'm more kind of a face, you know, but I'm trying to do all my gimmicky stuff to cheat the win and the whole bit, you uh-huh. know, but I'm out there working the guys and put them over. They started building big angles with me. Hell, I had that. I had a big, long, to this day, I got a big, huge, long thing that they still want me to come back for the Hakushi thing that, you know. There you yeah, go. Since hey, Zaki Jinsei, I mean, I mean, him was a big rival thing that they had all kinds of special matches with it. Uh, no DQ matches and no, you know, no stopping the match and uh, all of this kind of, you know, stipulation okay, matches, yeah. gimmick matches and stuff. And they build big angles to it. And, that, you know, and we did this with Yoni Genjin for a while. And then we, you know, we switched. I went down the line to the whole damn company. You know, it took four years to do it. But, I mean, you know, to me, I was, like, happy as a lark that, you know, can't believe somebody likes this. That I, you know, and I got better. I got a little better at it. I mean, I know some stuff. Right. It's just that, you know, it didn't make any sense for the character to really be all that damn good at it. Truth. Yeah, so you came in there trying to be super villain, and then you kind of found your niche as what really got over, and so you stayed with that. And that, yeah, totally, right, totally right. makes sense. And they helped me kind of develop that. And then that's, like, I find, too, that, you know, I think the audience enjoy it, too. Like, come out. Uh, and be you know doing that sneaky dastardly villainous thing, but you know that in the long run, in pro wrestling, mm-hmm. the good guy's always going to end up getting over at some point. Right, and that's why I get to look a fool, mm-hmm. you know, and boohoo and all of that. And you guys love it. I see, I see the smiles at them table. I watch. I'm watching the audience. Right, you know, and I watch the TV stuff that I'm on. I'm not really watching it to see what I did. Hell, I was there. I know what I did. Right. You know, I know whether I did something right or did something dumb or did something wrong or screwed it up or whatever, you know. Right. You're trying to see really the crowd. I looking at that. I'm looking to see what's the audience reaction. Oh, my God. I see some of the faces in that crowd. I go, well, okay, they're, you know, they're into it. So, I mean, I'm obviously doing something right. I keep getting booked. So, you know. So, all right, let's transition a little bit out of out of that. And uh, we had mentioned how your name was brought up a few times in our Road Stories yeah. episode one. And uh, and we thank you for those stories, even though you didn't tell them. But what I want to well, know, yeah, and I, what I, I want to in that thing, I thought right away. Now listen, if you're going to be doing those, I'm thinking I'm the kind of guy you might need to have me oh. back on one of those. Oh yeah, I don't know you're going to get all of that out of me but, in one interview. Yeah, and before but I can uh, tell you right now, that art fart, that Rob Schomburger <laughs> guy. Now listen, let me tell you something about that guy. He tells the story wrong. He says. <laughs> That, and I get it. Now, look, he was telling the first part right. He was probably a little leery of me when I asked him, am I supposed to be bringing anything to this party he's inviting? Right. And he says, no, that won't be necessary. And I'm Because I'm thinking, in my mind, I'm like, you know, you know, food, soda, drink, you know, sure. cocktails, drink, right. food, something. 
And then he, I mean, he says, well, I go, well, okay, well, I'll just bring my bag of tricks because, you know, I am the freaking magic. I guess right. I didn't really realize I really am a freaking magician, right? So he goes, well, and I heard his thing of what he thought I was bringing. I'm like, no, dude, I wasn't bringing that. <laughs> he goes, I said, well, he said, well, as long as you don't bring a bag of dicks. Yeah. Well, you son of a bitch, I'm going to get you with a bag of dicks. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you don't want, man. Right. Yeah. Great big old bag hey, that's, of dicks. that's heel 101, right? Too, buddy. Yeah. That's heel 101. You should have. And I couldn't believe how that lit up the, the eyes of the beautiful Miss Natural when she looked into that big pillowcase I had full of dicks. Man, she, <laughs> she hung around with me all night. I don't yeah, yeah. Them, Kept asking if you were going to finish that. There. I love all these people in the business, you know. Yeah. Well, definitely. well that was yeah. kind of the, the question. Again, we're, we're definitely going to have you on oh, for absolutely. a full road yeah. stories. But what I want to know oh, yeah. is, does this reputation – is this reputation – uh, justified? Are are you the guy in the room that that is holding court? Are you the one that? Well, is... I would tell you this. Now it goes back to the previous story. When you think about, well, how in the hell did they pick this one guy out of all of these great wrestlers that's right. available? They picked the goober guy who can't wrestle to go to meet you know Pro. Well, okay. it's because of the fact you know when they're looking at these guys. I think some young guys in the business don't realize this. Sometimes. And somebody looking at you and thinking plans ahead about like they want to go on a tour or they want to go do something or they want to hire somebody and put up with them. They're thinking about the part that they have to live with you for two or three weeks at yeah. a time. Mm-hmm. So I think what it was, it was a discussion between like Sasuke and Jinsei and Grand Hamada and Ted Tadame, who was also passed on. Um, referee Ted Tadame was a huge part of the company at the time. Yeah, a good friend of mine. And, uh, they discussed it, and in fact, they thought, you know, we've observed him in the locker room seeing how he is, and Sullivan's vouching for him that he knows the protocol and shit. So I tell you what, we're going to, we're going to, well, when I went over there, I realized that, okay, well, I'm not going to be all that skillful in the ring against these extremely trained professional athletes that, that know what the hell they're doing. So I better find other shit to do to be helpful. Like, right. you know, just be polite and help them build the ring. You know, when you get there, get to the ring truck and start unloading the truck and putting mm-hmm. you know. Doing all of that stuff. Don't act like a damn superstar. Song, yeah, right, you know? right, right. Look, you know, they're already paying me way too damn much money to be there in first place. <laughs> okay. You know, just, just, just a thrill to be there. But anyway, when Tim do that, and then too, they, they were looking at the, hey, when you when you get to hang out on the tour bus with the magic man, yeah, there's going to be fun magic tricks and a joke with them. There's going to be a rubber chicken in your damn lunchbox when you didn't expect it. <laughs> stuff like that. You know what I mean? Sure. Right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I think that's part of the deal, too, is that they're watching and say, well, you know, can we put up this crazy bastard, you know, yeah, yeah. for a long period of time? And I always tell people, well, I'm kind of like good drugs, man. You know, I, I'm, I'm best to administer in small doses and not for prolonged usage, you know what I'm saying, man? You know? So. Well, listen, before we get into our, our Cinco Preguntas that we always do, we have one question that uh, we'll, we'll just flat out say it. Rob Schamberger tells us a story. Uh, that we need to ask you about. He says... And I know what you're going to say, too. I can feel it coming. He I can says, hear the horse right He Are says, getting ready to ask me? He says Paul Revere you, is a great American you, hero. You said his name on, on the air. You said, you said the name of the one guy on the air to me. Yeah. I can't believe you just did that. I, you and the Iceman... The Iceman, I am going to ruin his dance. I am going to bust his mirror ball, okay? Yeah. That disco dancing dolly, I'm going to come after him okay. for starting this trouble because let me explain something to you about that guy you just mentioned. Yeah, okay? yeah. That punk, okay, he rode about 19 miles that yeah. night. 
Right. And he warned who? What, the dean of Harvard? That guy didn't even got a gun. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> okay? There was another guy named Israel Bissell, okay? And the guy was not a Jewish vacuum salesman. Right. This just happened to be Israel Bissell, which makes it don't fit into a damn rhyme, okay? Sure, exactly, This yeah. guy rode 398 miles and killed three horses, two at one of the entire eastern seaboard that the British are coming. The war is on, you know? <laughs> Call to arms, dude. <laughs> no. You'll try to tell me that the Wright brothers were the first to fly or something stupid. I mean, come on. <laughs> no, I'd heard, I'd heard the very Don't same Paul Revere. With me. You know yeah. damn good and well Gustav Whitehead was flying two or three years before that, but with a name like Gustav, right, you were yeah. going to give some guy with a crazy-ass German name like Gustav a patent in the United States. God forbid, you know? Yeah. No, it's not going to fly. See, it's you not got America. Me fired up, didn't you? Yeah, yes. no, no, that's oh good. Oh my god! Honestly, I, yeah. I think both of us had heard that Paul Revere, the truth behind that. But yeah, but man, they they said you we were adamant. That went around, but that, that ain't nothing like the like, that ain't nothing like the Breathmints and the Pop Rock stories. I can tell you off the air, but you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, stick anyway. with us when we uh, when we outro. Stay on the line because as we outro, we'll come back and talk to you off air about about some other yeah. things. But we're gonna roll into what we like to call. Cinco preguntas. All right, Magic, we have a set of five questions, Cinco preguntas, yes. if you would. And we ask these same five questions to every guest we have so we can hear the varied responses. Right. So some of these are, are gimmies, ones that you've probably heard in any interview you've had, and then some are going to be some that uh, aren't aren't the typical question that we ask, that, that somebody would ask you. Okay. The first I tried one, not to listen to them on previous episodes, so I want to be surprised. Oh, yeah, I, okay. I think I know what one of the questions is, but I want to be surprised. Sure. With the All right. so, well, the first one is good. is probably a softball that you've heard a million times. Who is your favorite wrestler of all time? Okay, there we go. I think that's the only one I heard. And I, when I heard that, I went, okay, these are going to be the same questions. I'm going to turn it off after this, but I awesome. heard the question. Okay. Now, right. I already got my answer for that. Okay. All right. It'd be, it'd be an amazing thing. Now, I know that you know, like we and I listened to the episodes that we were just talking about recently. That there's a couple of names out there that, that pretty much rise to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of those two guys that rise to the top like that that, that everybody mentions, mm-hmm. one of them I really don't know. Although I kind of know some of his staff people, and they were fucking ignorant. Okay. And the other guy I know personally, and he's a very cool son of a gun because I was with him. And went shopping with him and hung out with him and drank some Jack Daniels with him okay. in Tokyo, Japan. Yeah. But these aren't the two guys. Neither one of them two guys we're talking about it would be who I'd call my all-time favorite wrestler. Okay, so who's that? My all-time favorite guy has to be, because of the fact, it's like kind of relates to what I was saying before, in his real life as who he is as a human being behind the scenes, and not just the right now, in the wrestling, oh, my God, well, yeah. Everything that you can know how to do in the ring, the guy knows how to do it, and he knows how to fix it, and he knows how to, you know, he's a technician. Like the stuff in front of the crowd, oh, yeah, he's got that down, baby. Right. He knows how to work the crowd. He knows all of the business stuff, okay? Mm-hmm. He knows all the backstage stuff, too, okay? But as a human being, a person, best person I can ever even think of to be around, you know, he's a very caring, he's the kind of guy that's like, he knows when to call you right. when uh, things are going good. As well as when you kind of kind of feel that maybe maybe you just need a phone call, a little pep talk or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't always just one thing, and he never calls you when things are going bad for him. You'd never know. Right. Right. And I'm talking about only the human wrecking ball, Pete Madden. Oh yeah. Oh, Pete Madden. We this actually, is... yeah, we love Pete Madden. He uh, he was a blessed... through it, a legendary a legendary guy to me, and that he really he's here in the Midwest, you know. 
and he's traveling around. He he's one of these kind of guys. He's had so many shots. So many, he's such a talented individual. Mm-hmm. His music career could have shot him into stardom. And I just kind of think it's one of these where, even with the wrestling, I think if he really would have pushed it and been in the right place at the right time and be seen by the right eyes, mm-hmm. somebody would have done something with him big time. But I don't know that it's, I mean, he's enjoyed all of it, and he still enjoys it all today. To this day, at this very moment, I could probably zoom a lens down in here and look and see around the Great Lakes there, around Lake and find and see along the shore that Pete Madden is probably surfing right now in the icy chunks of the Great Lake with a fish in his mouth. <laughs> like it. All right, well, let's get into oh, yeah. question number two. Your favorite, and it's another kind of softball one, but your favorite match of all time. Ooh, man. And this oh, can wow. be multiple. Now, does this mean one I was involved in or one that Well, was... you you can name both. Since you're in, uh, uh, you've been in some well, matches as well, you can name either like the, the one. one my favorite one ever to watch or something. Oh, the Lord, God, there's so many great ones. Well, know? yeah, and you don't have to name just one. I mean, we're pretty little. It's the fucking Spanish announce table, for fuck's sake. You know, we we can name seven if we have to. We, we got the time. Well, we got to put we got to put the dead man in something. Let's say. Let's say one of my favorite matches to watch of all time because of where I watched it from underneath the seats with Takamichi Noku at my side. Okay. I sat there and watched uh, The Undertaker versus Akushi, or, you know, Shinzaki Jinsei. Yeah, yeah. And the gimmick was is that Akushi was dead. He'd been killed in FMW, and they brought him out in a casket. Oh, wow. And, like, they opened the casket when they open, and, and he comes out, and the guy had the first thing. They hear a, you know, hears a bell, and the first thing he gets is a choke slam from the Undertaker. Wow! Oh, wow! Yeah. I was like, you know, and I'm watching the crowd pop over this. You know, I was like, you know, I'm feeling the vibe. You know, I was yeah. like in my zone watching that one. I think we watch all the time. Now, one as far as I, the one I've been in that I like the most, probably one of the most entertaining of all time is when me and Crazy Pete Madden decided to challenge somebody from the back for a hardcore match. Knowing full well that I was kind of wanting to get in on some of it too. Uh-huh. And who comes out through the curtains but mischief, the NWA women's champion? Yeah. And I yeah. went, oh man, this might not be a good idea, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. But to be in the match, I think that was probably one of my better works, I yeah. think. I don't know. There's been many, many I did. Well, that enjoyed, sounds so. cool. So let's get ready. Go ahead. Well, I'm going to say, I'm getting ready. I'm working on a project here now that I want to get it in when we're talking about matches being in and then. Yeah. Well, guys like you that are kind enough to help uh, help out those guys out here in the business yeah, that are yeah. trying to do something with it. You're, you're helping us out by having this show, and I appreciate that, that what you do because you're getting the word out to the fans for us, and we appreciate the fans tuning in too to uh, listen to what us guys got to say about the business, where we're going, what we're doing, and our upcoming projects. Which, like, I'm we're talking about footage, and a lot of you fans and a lot of you, you especially you two guys, probably haven't seen. I'm getting ready to open up a Magic Mania uh, channel on the internet. It's like a pivot chair channel. Okay. That, uh, yeah, yeah. Some girl is helping me out. Some girl in Japan's helping me out doing it. And it should be up and running by this the end of this week. Oh, when so, I do, yeah. I'll eventually I'll post that to you guys. I'll, you'll yeah, send me a message and let that, you know yeah. what's up with that. Yeah, we'll put links and up on the website. There'll be some videos available that that span all the way back into the early, like well, I want to say, like 1994. Oh wow! All through like 2000, and I mean, we're talking about stuff. I mean, there's stuff yeah. in there with demolition acts. Yes. yes. Uh, the, the Texas Hangman. There's, there's stuff from Steel City in there. There's oh. stuff with me and T. Rantula. There's stuff with uh, Lou Marconi. No, that's going to be NWA great. NWA champion, you know. Uh, yeah. Oh, I know for a I fact. I mean, a lot we've of got... stuff's in that. So. Yeah, yeah. I know we've got some fans oh, yeah, definitely gonna, that are going to be they're, doing they're, it. They well, can't wait. Outside of us. Too, naturally, it's got all the stuff from Japan. It's got a lot of craziness. Like, and all angles from Japan. Like, you, you'll get tired of watching me wrestling Hakushi, dude. Uh-huh. I mean, right. I swear to God, it's got that hey. many, I got that many Hakushi matches hey. saved up. 
Bring it on. He's We're got excited. all of this footage. He put all this together for me. He's building this channel for me. And I'm like, all right, go. Yeah, absolutely. Get us that info. Well, let's move into our... Oh, anyway, go on to the next question. Sorry. No, no absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. Fine, man. Hey, no, uh, the third one is who would you consider to be your biggest influence in this business? The biggest influence over my wrestling career life. Wrestling career. Yeah, yeah, in, in your wrestling, you know, managing, all that, anything to do in the wrestling yeah. industry. Well, I think that honor would have to go to a man who came before, you know, there was guys that, you know, that, you know, along. when you go and you meet people in that, you know, because these legendary guys, and, you know, they've been paving the road for you to be there and in the business, so I appreciate that. But, you know, as far as uh, influential, oh, and it helps me out, and help me understand the business, business, do something for me in pro wrestling, would have been the Boston bad boy, Tony Rumble. Okay, yeah. Tony and Rumble. His name was like Tony Magliaro in there. Yeah. Look him up in Wikipedia, Daddy. He passed away a few years ago. Uh, no, you know they still. I believe that they they may still have a uh, dinner for him everywhere at the Italian American Club up there in Boston. And I went, to, I attended a few of those, and uh, I said, "Watch that guy, you know that big guy." The guy, that one guy, hit a whole panel on you, man. <laughs> yeah, the big dude that the, the WWE has. You know, talking about the guy that used to, Prince Albert and all that. Yeah, oh Matt, yeah, Albert, you know yeah. the mad guy. Uh-huh, yeah. He said, "There's me." I watched him meet this whole thing of lasagna. Going, God damn. Man, that guy could put away some food, dude. I don't want to go on a road with him. Right. Stopping for restaurants every 12 miles. Right. Yeah, we, yeah, you'd have to stop guy, more know? times and drive. Yeah. All right, so let's get into the – now we're getting into some of the funner questions that we have. So your favorite oh. wrestling term as far as, like, baby face, heel, things like that. Yeah, What's your favorite – there's, oh. there's definitely a carny language. What's yeah. your favorite um, wrestling my, my, term? My favorite wrestling term would be um, – Yeah, did we stump the match? Oh, I'll probably screw job. No, you're fine. Okay. Screw job. Screw job. Screw job. Oh, screw job. finish, you know. Screw job. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I like that. So where uh explain to people, you know, I most people that seems would, like would, I'm always in the match where they want a screw job, a screw job <laughs> finish, you know. It's, like, yes, it's like, your favorite it's your favorite guy, term because you, know, you always have to do it. Far. I'm like, well, okay. Right, you, yeah. it's your favorite term because you always have to do it. You're you're the one right, that has I'm, to do I'm, so. Yeah, well, at least it, it means a paycheck for me. Yeah. <laughs> so do you have an? I'm <laughs> Well, it usually means I'm getting paid. So do you have an example? <laughs> that's great. Do you have an example oh, of um, what's your favorite time that you did a screw job? Is there one that particularly sticks out in your mind where you thought, man, either this was really funny or this was really great to be a part of? Or well, there's been a couple of uh, mysterious fireball incidents. Oh, oh yes. Man. I think that we saw one at Metro mind. Pro, actually. Yeah. At the reunion show. You know, years and years ago in my early career, as a matter of fact, that one will probably be one of the first things you might see in that uh, new Magic Mania channel that comes out if you purchase one of them videos. Mm-hmm. There was a guy, a really great wrestler. To this day, he's still a great wrestler, a guy named Gary Jackson. Okay. And Russell's out of St. Louis. One of these guys, guys, he got a cup of coffee with all the big leagues, you know, the WCW, the yep. WWF, and all of that back in the day. And then, you know, he's kind of just doing it locally now. Staying inactive in a bit, and he's one of the great guys. And just a, a great technician and a wonderful person. But uh, yeah, he was one of the first victims of the big fireball to the face gimmick. Yes. And I mean to tell you, it's got filmed just perfectly that it was across the arena, like at a side angle to where you see this fireball shooting out of me, flying across through the ropes, through the ring, up to him, and I mean, it explodes in his face, and he put his hand right through it. I mean, and God, he sold it like you know the devil, and right. the crowd yeah. erupted. I mean, they wanted to kill me. <laughs> you know, and then, but then, yeah, uh, yeah, your little buddy ACH, he got a little taste of that flame, didn't he? Yeah, he did. He yes, got a he little, did. He got a little stingy, stingy job. Could be on TV for a couple weeks. That cost him a paycheck, didn't they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now, see, 
I love that. That is so awesome. Yeah, stay, you, you, stay. You know, though, that really, you know, you know what ACH is now, though, don't you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's no. the champion of high-risk wrestling and where do I work at. Right. Right. Yeah, no. Stick, you know what I mean? I mean, it's all. You know, yeah, stick with us. It's all water under the bridge, baby. It's business. Yeah. Stick with us again, like I said earlier, uh, as we cut out, because we, we'll we'll share an ACH story. Yeah, off-air. We we'll share you an off-air. But, okay, the fifth pregunta here, and this is. Kind of not really a question, but we like to include it anyway. It's more of a hypothetical situation. A thought experiment. A thought experiment. We're going to pretend that we're all in a creative meeting right now, and we're going to book you, Magic, in a feud with my co-host, T-Mac. you got to give me the storyline. And I'm talking, this is a big feud. We're going to put you over here. Okay. I know it's a little rough when with these phone interviews because they don't see wait, T-Mac. Wait, 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 wait. You want me to put the match together? Yeah, you're yeah. putting, you're oh, yeah. putting it, yeah, you're putting the storyline yeah. oh, together. Okay, okay. It's on so you. It's me against T-Mac. Yes. Yep. Okay, there we go. All right, the first thing we're going to do is here's the deal. I go for, I go out first, okay? Okay. I go out first because I'm going to do the goddamn ten minute match again. That'll stall us a whole bunch of goddamn time. How much time does this match got to go? Four hey. minutes. Hey, it's up to you. Because okay? I don't want to get blown up in the first minute and a half. See what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. So, here's the deal. I'll go out. <laughs> we'll book the match for twelve minutes. Okay. Okay. I go out and I'll do, uh, oh, I'll both do about eight minutes of magic, okay? Okay. I'll get them all going and I'll get them all happy and man, there'll be all kinds of freaking candy and popcorn and bullshit going on in the ring and rubber chickens and fake poop and everything else. So I'll have a good time with <laughs> Bags that. of dicks. Right. And then yeah. they will bring you on. You're going to come on. You're going to be the heel. You're going to be the damn, you know, Spanish heel guy for the Spanish yes. announce table. Yes. <laughs> I love gonna come out there. All right. Well, Robert's going to check it over. Well, log up. I'm gonna try to try to back you in the corner. I can't get you. You're gonna back me in the corner and chop me a couple of times, slim me across over to the damn other corner. Do a big splash on me, okay? I'll come out of the corner. You you gotta get over on me right away. You gotta beat me down, man. Okay. Beat me down hard, beat me down hard, all right? By the time I get up, you slip me off the ropes, okay? When I come back in, I want you to give me a bear hug. I mean, give me a big ass bear hug. I mean, squeeze the living shit out of me, okay? All right. Get my feet up off the ground, okay? Okay. While you're doing that, okay? I'm going to reach in my pocket for a gimmick I got. It's a Japanese firecracker thing where I'm going to pull a string, and this thing's going to go, a bunch of streamers are going to pop over the top of your head. Yes. As soon as you hear that thing go off, like a pow like that, you let go and grab your ears like, oh, shit, I just blasted your drums out. I'm going to yes. give you a nut shot. I'm going to grab you by the head. I'm going to bring you over to, to the turnbuckle. I'm going to give you my special finisher. I'm going to give you the, the Sea of Japan Ocean Vortex Swinging DDT. Yeah, I'm gonna freaking pin you right there because I'm going over, man. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I that like work? it. That works I love out. It. That is awesome, man. That is great. Well, that, whatever, whatever I sell, you think? I mean, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, I, yeah. Hey, I'd pay. Hey, that's worth the price of admission. <laughs> yeah, Captain me. Awesome's going to love it just because I get hit in the dick. Yeah, so. <laughs> I love it when T-Mac gets his ass beat. That's always oh, my yeah. favorite oh, part. Oh, yeah, you got to give him a nutter, you know I mean? Yeah. I get, so I'll let you beat me down for a while before yeah. you get to all of that. Yeah, we, call, know, that the, uh, we call that the Nashville Nut Cruncher, or nat, nut cruncher here on the uh, uh, Nut Crusher. That's, that's crazy, what it's, man. Nashville Nut Crusher uh, here on the Spanish Announce Table. No, hey, this has been amazing. So let's tell our fans, is there anywhere – you, you want to direct about, them. Yeah, you talked about the channel. What yeah. else you got going on that's coming up well, with you? Well, I appreciate you guys taking the time to ask me that because uh, it's wonderful to be, you know, being uh, able to touch so many fans that you guys have. I see that you're reaching out to a lot of uh, various countries and, and people that listen. Yeah. And then, so I'd love to uh, tell them about a new project I'm working with called High Risk Wrestling. High Risk We've got some stuff coming up here October the 12th on Sunday afternoons. Now, we've decided to put this together as a guy. Frank Thurman came up with the plan, and I, I liked the, uh, the idea so much I jumped on board right away. That uh, 
on Sunday afternoons, we can get these uh, stars that are normally doing their TV tapings and things on Friday nights and Saturday nights. Uh, we can get them on their way home to come to this venue in Belleville, Illinois, this uh, Belle Claire Fairgrounds. Okay. And it's also uh, one of these things. We'll get, we're bringing in a show here on the 12th called Here Comes the Pain. So we're working really well with uh, other companies uh, called uh, Ring of Honor. We're bringing in uh, Unbreakable Michael S. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. Okay, now he's going to be there in the main event. And I'm bringing him, and I especially selected this match and brought this uh, to Frank Thurman's attention, and he, uh, he liked the idea. I'm going to get one of my friends from Dragon Gate from Japan, a guy but otherworldly, a guy that is so good at this. I call him otherworldly, Uha Nation. So you're going to get... Unbreakable Michael Elgin versus Uha Nation in the main event. Nice. We've got some matches here. We've got Samson Walker versus Justin Jones. We've got the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, also known as Red Dragon. They've signed an open contract. Oh, wow. Yes. Open contract for this show. Okay. Nice. They'll take on anybody who wants to take them on. There's a three-way dance that's going to blow your mind, dude. Have you seen this guy, Blake Palakis? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, now this guy, when you take a look at the guy, you know he's a writer. Have you seen this other upcoming stuff? We call him the Supercharged Superstar, Bo Brady. I haven't heard of He's him. Gonna be going, they're going to be getting in a three-way dance against Ice Pig, Big Free, Blake Blagas, and Bo Brady. This Bo Brady guy, I think he's my next star, and I'm going to get him over there into Japan and uh, get him over over there because yeah. he's got the he's got the physique of the look and the moves. And right. This guy's got everything in the whole package, you know. Also on the card, you're going to have the, uh, one of the most dangerous men I've ever been in the locker room with before in my life. A guy, I believe he's currently, he may be currently the WLW champion there at Harley Races uh, yeah. uh, organization. I believe this is, I know I'm talking about the crazy man, the madman, Ace Steel. Mm-hmm. Oh, we know Ace. Yeah, yeah, yeah Ace yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And Ace Steel is going to be there. I believe he will be taken on. And when I look at my list here, oh no, the anarchist Eric Cannon. Oh, yeah. So, okay. I mean, you know, this is a big lineup here that's coming up for yeah. October 12th. Now, there's also a, a previous show that we did that's got a great lineup on it, too. And that's available at the High Risk Wrestling Pivot Share channel, which is highriskwrestling.pivotshare.com. And it'll take you right to the page where you can rent or download our, uh, our inaugural show. It's called There Goes the Neighborhood. I like and that. And in this name. one, oh, man, we had the hooligans on there, and we had the, uh, Bolt Brady on there, and we had uh, uh, Leland Race, and we had uh, Michael Elgin. And, I mean, we had a lot of guys. Nick Brubaker was on there. I was there managing Stacey O'Brien against Miss Natural. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a lot of good stuff on that card, and you can find that at the highriskwrestling.pivotchair.com. And also, uh, I also have some Metro Pro News at yeah. the Metro Pro Wrestling Company. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, we'll be that's, having that's our event. local, yep. That's right. Now, that's where you guys are kind of based out there in the Midwest, right? So I'm letting you know about our, our one out here in Belleville, Illinois. I realize that some of those fans in that area may not be wanting to make a trip on a a Sunday like that, then we do have another one coming in during the uh, holiday season uh, that people might want to come to. It's also on a Sunday on December 28th. Okay. okay. Then All if right. you had time yeah. off of work or something, right, and, of and you had family in St. Louis or something you were visiting, well, then you know you got something right there in the area of course. on Sunday nice. to do during it's called That one's going to be called Makes a Great Stocking Stuffer. Nice. Which it does. Of course it yes. will. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yes. Man, and this then, is... then this shows, too, I want to mention, too, you'll see a different side of the Magic Man. I mean, the Magic Man is not the uh, the same guy that you see at Metro Pro in high-risk wrestling. You know, I'm taking it a little in a different direction. Okay, okay. yeah. I'm yeah. a little more uh, straight and narrow on uh, up and up. Evolving here, okay? the character. Whereas uh, Metro Pro, I you know, I get sidetracked and try to try to, you know, 
keep keep belts in my stable at all costs and things sure, like that. Yeah. <laughs> Try to mess with Santa a little bit. You see the more dastardly side of the magic. Yeah, yeah. You don't know. You know things. You never know how things can change. Metro prone, you know. Oh yeah, no. It's all a matter of opinion. All those all those insidious mugwumps and obstreperous, pernicious sweat hogs that pay their money to come sit out there and in, in that Turner Rec Center. I don't know what to tell you people. <laughs> From Kansas, for first of all. Hey, I mean, I'm one of those. Off. No, yeah. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. No, oh, yeah, no, great. we know that. Yeah, no, hey, hey, this is awesome. So, yeah, man, that sounds like some stacked cards you got going on there. That's well, yeah, news. I appreciate you letting me plug a lot of stuff. I mean, you know, like I say, um, you could also, you know, we got the, the, I guess you should try to mention if you'd be interested in um, coming to the show if you're within range of this uh, Belclair Fairgrounds yeah. in Belleville, Illinois. It's on South Belt East. Yeah, we got some Chicago uh, listeners. You go to, here comes the pain. Dot bpt dot me. That's my brown paper tickets website. You could okay. probably just go, you know, Google search brown paper tickets, and it's going to take you know. You look at it, here comes the pain, all one word. Dot bpt dot me, and that'll take you to the card lineup and uh, how to get sure, tickets and all sure, of that kind yeah. of thing. And then, and actually, uh, in a few you know weeks after the show, we'll try to have that as a, uh, a, a download up there for you on the uh, high risk channel our pivot share. Yeah, and. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, in the meantime, too, look forward to uh, showing you some of the Magic Man stuff out there that's available. That uh, you know, kind of got a, such a collection. Well, yeah, you know, it some sounds of like it. Old too, it's in yeah. VHS format, you know, because I mean I've been in it that long. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah. And but, um, and I've taken it more to a more of an actual managerial position. That that you know what I mean. I'm, I'm not really. It's not so much about what I do out there in front of the ring so much as I'm trying to make sure guys know what to watch for in the pitfalls of the business and make it set them up with some good companies that I know I solidly trust, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, I got Seema Nobunga over there uh, running this uh, Dragon. He's a big-time guy in the Dragon gag, you know, he's a good friend of mine. And I met all these guys by going to Japan, and all those years ago that we've stayed in touch. And, you know, a lot of my buddies, Ichihara Flying Kid from FMW, who's over there, uh, got him a new restaurant opened up. You know, I'm getting looking forward to going to have dinner with him pretty soon. Well, well, you know, that's a good deal, man. Yeah, no, that's it's, it's awesome. Wonderful. I one thing for sure, man. This no is... matter what, I mean, there's damn entertainment business. Well, I don't it... care how much money comes my way. It's it's I'm wealthy in in friends that I've made and fans and and people that just that just generally got a good smile on their face. You know, well, yeah. if I can uh, bring you some kind of comedy relief or some kind of excitement or something to your life, man. What the heck? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, that makes me filthy rich. Definitely. Well, yeah, and I can only imagine the uh, wealthy in stories that you have to tell. And we're also. definitely getting you on as soon as oh, yeah. possible what to we do are, stories. Uh, what we are personally most excited for is the next, uh, that you're at, the next yeah. Rob Schamberger after party. <laughs> you know, I think what we want to do, too, is that I don't know how a lot of people know that the human wrecking ball, Pete Madden and I, are still very close, and we're working on uh, some things coming up. We've got a big plan coming, and we're going to be doing some of these things called a coop trip. Okay. Well, he did one with me this earlier spring as a test run. He took me in February. Yes. He got the code red that there was going to be these 60 foot out there in Santa Cruz on Half Moon Bay. Okay. The Mavericks. So he came and picked me up with this god awful machine he had with a great big giant surfboard that probably looked like a damn sur- aircraft carrier. Okay. And we drove across the plains of Kansas, you know, into the 110 mile an hour crosswinds. You yes. know, and I'm sitting on his lap to keep the thing to, from tipping over on that side. <laughs> And uh, they took me out to California and got me out there in a beat. He gets out there and he goes, okay, now put the super dolphin mask on and go and jump in the water. I go, why? He goes, because you're the shark bait. Go, oh, okay. So I jumped in and swam around out there and, and distracted the shark so he could get the GoPro camera out and film a bunch of surfing and all that. <laughs> so we're going to be doing a lot of those, too. So what we'll do is we've got to set this up where we can come through 
and we'll schedule a, a trip on a cook trip, and we'll come in your way. We'll set up that well, that one of our stops is the studio. Of that course, is you know? perfect. We'll sit in there with you. You freak your blow your mind, man. You know, oh, we'll that, do magic tricks right in front that of you. That is perfect. And like I said, stick with us, and we'll and we'll hash some of that out and and, and nail down some of that. So. Let's let's go ahead and, and T Mac will uh, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll outro add, this yeah we'll outro this so hey Magic Man this has been honestly probably my favorite interview we've done so far and we've done this for about a year appreciate the time thank you again so much oh, man. and as thank I mentioned you it so much for all you people do you know there's so many people like that that that, that you guys are are uh, uh, big into it and you're helping out all of us guys out here who are trying to make a living at it and without your help we wouldn't be able to do what we do and we appreciate all the fans listening in. And please keep tuning in to the Spanish announce table because you know coming back. Because arriba, y me los chupas, y me los desvelos, por favor. Awesome. Hey, stick with us just one second, Magic Man. We'll get right back with you. One second. Awesome. T-Mac, this was great. This was amazing. This is amazing. Hey, let's cut into break because this went pretty long. And yep. we got to talk to Magic Man off air. So we're going to come back and we're going to do the emails. Yep. Got to get the, into those. Uh, we love the emails when we return to the Spanish announce table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And Saddam Hussein married his first cousin. Ugh. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Just what is a trending topic? A trending topic is a word or phrase that is tagged at a greater rate than other tags. This is a trending topic. Hashtag twos. Stop growing up and grow down with Jack and Brian as they rejoin the Trending Topics Network. Hashtag tweet the table. Get ready to have your face slammed through a table of wrestling knowledge as Captain Awesome and T-Mac bring you the Spanish announce table. Hashtag weekend box office. Join Mr. Old School and his panel of critics as they are your one-stop shop for all your movie-related news. Hashtag mobile technology. Take a bite out of the mobile space on trending mobile technology as Piper the DJ breaks down iOS, Microsoft, Blackberry, and many things in between. This is the brand new Trending Topics Network. Better check in every day, because you never know what's going to be trending next. Baseball fans, this is a heavy hitter here to invite you to check out the Fielder's Choice Podcast. It's the podcast for all baseball fans to get all the latest news, rumors, and injuries, no matter where you live. You can find the Fielder's Choice Podcast at heavyhitternetwork.com. That's heavyhitternetwork.com. So now that you know, help the podcast grow and tell all your friends about it. You can find the show in iTunes by searching Heavy Hitter Network or for Android users, Go get it on Podcast Addict or many other podcast apps. It's the Fielder's Choice Podcast, where we step in the chatterbox and swing for the fences. Find it today at heavyhitternetwork.com. About goddamn time for them emails on this show now. <laughs> Spanish Nash Table, Turn Top Network.com. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right, it's time for them emails, Team Matt. What you think? 
I'm ready. You ready for me emails? Uh, I like them emails. You know who he is. Boy, come on. Boy, come on. I'll tell you what, you got a pretty mouth. Pretty mouth from them emails. Team Mac favorite part of the show. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Let's mm-hmm. do it right now. Mm-hmm. Let's do it right Sweeter now. Sweeter than a $2 whore covered in molasses. Uh, I tell you what. What? I tell you what. Anyway, now that this we've room, alienated it. This room's getting hotter than an NBA player on Father's Day. I tell you what. We are slicker than snot on a doorknob. Let me tell you what. Come on. Let me tell you what. Come on. Wow. Boy, yeah. we're getting big Josh Matter and the scalded dog. All right. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh man. Emails. You e- too emails. can be a part of the email conundrum, if that's even a correct way to say that. When you send an email to tablechurl at gmail.com, let's fucking do it! Let's go! Episode 62! 62. 62. Woo! Had this thing on the uh, microphone, it didn't work. Check, check. Woo! Test. Hello, there we are. All right, you ready, Team Mac? Yeah, we'll see. You know who we kick off the emails with? Um, not Jeff Jarrett. Do you know who we kick off the emails with? I said Team Mac. Do you know who we kick off the emails with? Not Willow. Not Willow. Not him. Not we Scott. kick him off with Kata. Motherfucking Cliff. And he says... He says... Hey, yo. Let's do this! I'll shoot with you fools. It's 1 a.m. Haven't watched Raw as I just got home from work. And the cutoff for this email is in a few emails. So, this week I wanted to get your thoughts on something. All right. Prince Devitt, or as he's now known as Finn Baylor. Is it Baylor? Baylor? I I haven't heard it, but Mm -hmm. it seems like Baylor. Because the accent is the A. Are you a fan of the name? No. I absolutely hated it when I first heard it. Still kind of do, but after learning that Devitt apparently picked it himself, and that it has some meaning behind it about some Irish prince, I'm very slowly coming around on it. Okay, so let's stop. Okay. Because these emails sometimes go into chunks, and I feel like I don't answer each each side right yeah yeah. i hate both names yeah oh even prince devitt you prince know, like? devitt sounds like a fag and <laughs> not i'm not there's anything it, wrong no with that. and i'm not talking gay right i'm talking like horrible bottom basement shit yeah okay. that's what my definition of fag means so anytime i say fag i don't mean gay or straight or anything like that okay i just okay, mean bottom okay. basement shit i'll just say that his name prince devitt is bottom basement shit and Finn Baylor sounds like someone that would fucking clean my shoes. Yeah. Okay. So both of them names suck. As for Kevin Steen. Yeah. I'm taking a stab. But his wrestling is amazing, Prince Seven. Oh, yes. Yeah. He says, I'm taking a stab, Kevin Steen, and I'm thinking his new NXT name will be Stephen Keen. Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> That's very much what WWE likes to do. Yeah. Brian Danielson. Uh-huh. Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Well, time to get some fucking sleep and dream about Nikki Bella's titties for five hours before I get up and go to work. Kata! Out. Keep working. Yeah. As Stone Cold would say, swig a beer for the working man. Swig a beer for the working man. Right here. I like that. From our beer sponsor of the week, Lil B. Little. Double wide IPA. Double wide IPA from Boulevard Brewing Company. Kata! Good email. Uh, I like them short and sweet. 
Yes, and here's the thing that like I find interesting. Ladies. Here's the thing I find interesting <laughs> about both guys making a debut. Yeah. Well, for Kenta, he went from one name to two names, and they hate two names. Yeah. So does Finn Balor eventually become Finn? Baylor. Baylor? Baylor. No, I think it'd be what Finn. What was it? I missed it. I didn't see what it how he actually pronounces it. I haven't seen it either. Balor. Yeah, Balor. Finn Balor. Kata, thanks for the email. Kata, you're the best. Katie. The first lady. She says. What does she say? <laughs> you know what she says? What? She says. Well, well, well. Love the Hawk soundbite. WWE goes pink for the next month, and as the new Bella shirt says, protect the twins. Oh, I see what you did there. T Mac was great on second shift. Now, if we can Thank get. Thank you. If we can get the great Captain Awesome on DSJMP com, it'll be full circle. Well, I was on the second shift. But you got to be on DSJMP. Oh, and yeah, I've been on both. Yeah, okay, I've been yeah. on both. I got you. I got you. So Raw happened, and was it just me, or was there a lot of funny moments and double entendres? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, the vibrator. Yeah, my question uh, is this. Oh, my question. Well. Has to do with the women in WCW and their place. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to read this. Uh, their place in wrestling wasn't really that prominent, uh, in your opinion? No. Hmm. Why was that, and why was there never a woman's title in WCW? My audio biography should be this week on dsjmp.com. Give it a listen, will you? I will. No P.S. Always love to hear your thoughts later. Katie. The first lady. Yeah. Uh, there was never a women's. There wasn't a women's title in there, was there? Because Bischoff's a fucking sexist, and the Royals just won the fucking game. Did they really? Yeah, yeah. they did, didn't they? The Royals? The Royals won in the 12th inning. Oh, my God. Boy, George Brett just about had a heart attack. He had some hemorrhoids. What happened? I missed it. It was just a base hit to get the winning run in. That nice. is insane. Oh, look at those poor Oak Town. Anyhow, sorry, uh, I'm sorry. I don't give oh, a fuck. Hey, guess what? Fuck the Royals. Oh, yeah. You know I, mean? I well, really don't care about baseball. So. <laughs> well, I like baseball, but fuck the Royals. I'm a Yankees fan. Yeah. I like winners. Uh, Back to this. The Royals just fucking won. Yeah, okay. How many world titles they got? One. How many world titles have they bought? None. No, thanks. Oh, oh yeah, because you yeah. just buy it now. Yeah, you do. Yeah, because that's why they bought When the, you can just buy every player and, and take yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway. You're the... Side note. You're Side the note. Republican <laughs> fucking up. version of baseball is what that no, is. No, I'm not. Oh, yeah, you no, are. Get yeah, out that's here. what the Yankees no. are. It's, no. No, trickle-down economics and all that yeah, shit. Because yeah, because you know who paid for uh-huh. Salvador uh-huh. Perez's right. fucking contract? Yeah. The okay. Yankees. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. We run the fucking world because we have the money. Yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we All do. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Our five Yeah. Our five world titles come from the core four. Sure. Huh? Yeah, Derek okay. Jeter, Jorge Posada, Andy. Oh boy, don't yeah, you don't you... even know the names. Oh, Let's Andy Pettit. I go. Let's move on to wrestling. I just didn't want to because this isn't about fucking baseball. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Let's move on to wrestling. Uh, hey, the Royals are moving on in the playoffs. Who cares? Fuck it. I just the Yankees. Have 29 world championships. Big in fucking the past. Deal. Yeah. Oh, just third of all the championships. Wrestling. Who's uh, next? I would say the most prominent WCW female competitor of all time, unfortunately, is Stacey Keebler. Miss Hancock. 
That's who I think of. Who else? Medusa did the fucking drop the title in WCW. Yeah, of course she was. You don't remember that? No. Are you fucking drunk? The WWF. Are you drunk? No, I don't remember in WCW. Oh my god, that's where she started. Her and Tori Wilson. Come on, get with it. WWF. No, WCW. What'd they do in WCW? Miss Hancock was like the fucking administrative assistant and was like taking notes and then fucking did her little I'm a whore dance. Yeah, I do remember Miss Hancock. Um, Yes. Miss Hancock. Going back to uh, women's wrestling, other than Medusa, who dropped the title in the trash can? Yeah, there's nothing. There's really nothing. Nothing. Katie. Katie. Hey, Katie, keep coming with the women's wrestling, though. Yeah. And the well? Here, uh, Katie, I have a question for you. Well? I have a question for you. Tell me mm-hmm. who you on. think, who you think after, because AJ and Paige is getting a, unfortunately a little tired as far as as far as they need to separate to then come back later. Come on. So who do you put both girls with? Come on. That's my question. To come you. on. Devil Vamp. All right. Says hey boys. Hey. hey. I paid for it. What? Did you watch it? What? Come on, T-Mac. Oh, I did. Did you go watch Guardians? I haven't yet. I am waiting. Okay. Uh, okay. Full disclosure. And you know this, Captain yes. Awesome. I have worked... A lot. Nine consecutive weeks of fights. Yeah. This coming week... Thursday is my birthday. Really? Thursday is my birthday. How old now? I'll be 29. 29. Yeah, my last... Last year of your warranty. Yeah, my last year of my warranty. But I uh, I have a week... I have a uh, event... 29. I have an event on the 4th. God, I'm old. Well, hold on. Listen. I have an event on the 4th. No, I'm going to go cry now. No, you're not. Shut up. You're like an adult. You're married. You have children. I'm fucking just... Yeah, and you're 29. Yeah, sitting here just fucking looking at myself. Um. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, what I was going to say is... I have an event on the 4th, mm-hmm. KCFA, which you worked. Kansas City Fighting Alliance. Yes. I know. I need some more work. I know. And you're going to get it. I'm working on it. Oh, Off air. Okay. Off air. All right. Uh, but what I'm saying is after that event, I'm free for about four weeks, and I know a movie theater that plays like second releases, mm, yeah, and okay. they're going to be All playing right. Guardians, okay. and I'm going to go see it then. Side note, if anybody needs a ring announcer or any kind of announcer like that, I'm open for bookings. Hit us up. You're you're awesome. You really are. You're really good. And if you if anyone needs a coordinating pro wrestling concerts, MMA, we should make like a a, should get a couple people like an an everything you would need backstage Mm -hmm. or production wise. Mm -hmm. We just make a team and we'll come in and help you out. That way you you don't have to pay all them. You just pay us a flat rate. Yeah, event promotions. We'll do it all. So how about that raw? Devil Vamp says Sandow had me laughing all night and the crowd chanting CM Punk had me crying. What is it going to take for these dumb fucking fans to stop cheering after a guy who doesn't give a fuck about them? Vamp's movie pick of the week. Yes. The Unbelievers. Ooh, I haven't heard that. Renowned scientists Richard Dawkins and Lawrence Krauss cross the globe. James Krauss. No. (laughs) I think this might be Krauss. Cross the globe as they speak publicly about the importance of science and reason in the modern world. Fantastic documentary about Ooh. two of the smartest men on the planet, and it's not boring. You can watch it on Netflix. Okay. Hope you enjoy. I am retreating back to my podcast, dsjmp.com and Second Shift, later, Vamp. <laughs> 
I like this. I'm a big science guy. I like science and reason. Unfortunately, I'm not. Yeah. And this is why. It changes every fucking day. Yeah. You know? Well, sure. 300 years ago, maybe even longer than that. Oh, yeah. Oh, the world's Because it says they learn more. Right. But I'm not going to believe then. If tomorrow right. it's going to change, I'm not going to believe today. Right. Yes. That's my whole reasoning. I get you there, but. I just do this. Hey, man. I'm just going to keep going. I wake up. I smile. I laugh. I piss a couple people oh, off. Oh, yeah, yeah. I go to bed. Definitely. I mean, I'm not. You fucking know me. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Right. But. I'm the guy, when you say Jesus, I respond with a yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, today at work, uh, side story, mm-hmm. uh, someone goes, they were talking amongst each other, right? And mm-hmm. they're two new people, so I felt like I'm going to fuck with these people. Yeah. So I walked by, and they go, and thank God that I was able to get a parking spot. And I go, you're welcome. And I just kept walking. <laughs> That's funny. No, as far as if it's the unbelievers, I can definitely identify with that. But I'm glad you told us about this movie because I'm going to check it out. I can't uh, get on that same wing. The wavelength. unbelieving. Yeah, or, I can't get on that yeah. same wavelength. But I enjoy seeing that point of view. Totally. Yeah. 100% do. Yeah. I believe. Anyhow. Yeah. But I like to see the other I point believe, of view. I believe. Yeah, you believe. But I don't believe. Right. Let's if that it. makes any sense. Right. Devil Vamp is awesome. Thanks for the email. We will move on. To, to our chief of contributors. Uh-oh, who's that? The cock. Oh. Chief of contributors. Come C-O-C. on. C-O-C. Come on. G'day, cunts. <laughs> Jesus. Yes? Let me start off by saying that last week's interview was awesome. Good. T-Mac, good interview, mate. Thank you. I will say that the interview even inspired me. Wow. Wow. I'm good. Man, that's great. I'm really happy. I hope you mean that. I feel like you yeah. do. So good. I'm glad. Last week, I finished my grade 11 exams. Wow, I didn't realize he was this young. And in a few weeks, we'll start my last year of school. And the question of what I want to do after school is always popping up. Oh, man. That's a tough one. It's. I feel like it's unfair because I. you can't possibly. Some people know. Mm-hmm. And that is amazing. Mm-hmm. But mm, the majority of people, no way to fucking know. Here's what sucks the worst, and I'll tell you this part, is when you, as a young adult, uh-huh. say, I'm going to do this, right? And for me, it was radio. Yeah. From yeah. The, from the age of 14, I knew being in, front of, being in front of a microphone is what I wanted to do 1 million percent. Yeah. And you do it, and you do it, and you do it. And from the age of 14 to 28, that's all I wanted to do. But in this last year, when you realize you're not getting paid shit. Yeah, and shit. Well, well and you are getting paid shit. Yeah, but your dream comes crushing down. Yeah. That's the worst. Well, when you figure out your dream wasn't what you thought your that's dream That's what I'm saying, yeah. That's the worst. So, so I thought the same thing about radio. Yeah. And I was like, this is my dream. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is. The dream you dream doesn't exist. Well, and I accomplished what I wanted. So mm-hmm. I, w- I worked for ESPN Radio. Yep. I had my own show about mixed martial arts. Yep. It was every week. Yes. And It was a damn good show. And it's still. I was involved in that show. Yes. Yeah. It's still. Anyway, <sighs> anyway he says, your interviews with indie talent has made me seriously consider the option 
of trying to be a pro wrestler. Good. Or at least get into the business. Yes. After last week's interview, I made up my mind and have signed myself up for wrestling training. Yeah. At the height of six foot two and a tad of personality, I may have a chance. But I know the chances of having success in the business is little to none. Which leads me into my question of what do you guys consider success in the wrestling industry? To me, a success is whether you have satisfied yourself. Mm -hmm. A happy indie wrestler is more successful than a bitter former main eventer, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I realize this email is either really bad or somewhat good, but T-Mac, you wanted to know what everyone thought of the interviews, and there you go. Lots of love. Cock! Dude, I'm fucking excited, man. Dude, this is my definition. Dave Chappelle actually said it the best. Yeah. So Dave Chappelle said, when you when you make enough living, enough money to have a living that you're satisfied with, that's making that's it. That's a success, yeah. So his father was a teacher. Yeah. And he made thirty five grand a year. Yep. So when Dave Chappelle was doing stand up and he got to that level, he goes, I've made it. Yeah. I like this standard of living. Yeah, I could I could live at this. I can live at yep. this, and I enjoy waking up mm-hmm. every day. Yep. That is your definition of success. Yeah, Brian Regan, stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. A clean stand-up comedian, yeah. nonetheless, which is hard to come by. Very. He works every other weekend, Thursday through Monday, and that's it. Yeah. He flies out. And he enjoys home, what he's doing. And he enjoys what he's doing, and then he's home the rest of the time. And he says, that makes me enough to have my house. Mm-hmm. My wife, yep. my children, you know, they work too. Like, the wife works too, but, hey, you know what I mean? It's paying for all that, and we're putting away some money for retirement. Yeah. And that is all he wants. That's all you like, should. that is amazing. Whatever, it's so stupid, but whatever you love doing, if that's what you can do to make a paycheck, mm-hmm. then you have success. Yeah. When I do the events and I'm in it, that's the greatest period of my life. When when the event when the fighters are there and they have their gloves and the doors are open. Yeah. There's nothing better in my world than that. You know, so when I was doing the KCFA event. Yeah. And I was doing the announcing. Yep. And I come down after one announcing that I did. Mm-hmm. And I was walking through it and there was this kid standing on the railing. He stopped me and he shook my hand. He was like, that was fucking awesome. Little kid, you know, mm-hmm. even cussing. He was like, just shaking my hand, wouldn't let go. And he was like. That was really awesome. And I was like, thanks, man. I was like, yeah. this is what it's about. Like, right. the money's great. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Money. Yep. That's what you need. But I was like, this is what makes me feel cool that, like, some kid was like, wow. You know, yeah. like, I was like, so that's going to inspire that kid. Like, I want to do what I want to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, when we did, I can remember specifically the moment. There was a fight. It was Titan 22. Okay. It was Junior Hernandez versus Kevin Kroom. One of the best fights you're ever going to see on UFC to wherever your hometown is. It was amazing, right? And in between the second and third round, legitimately, I want to say 1,400 people are standing up cheering. Yeah, yeah. And we helped make that. Yeah, you made that. A, a moment for them. Yes. And that's when you go, I'm doing what I love. Yeah. And if that's being a part of an event coordinator or if that's being on the other side, and in this case, being the pro wrestler that makes the emotions of people standing up, then, man, you've made your living. You've done it. 
You've done it. You've done it. And that's not saying, hey, if you're great at math and you want to become an accountant and solving some problem that I don't fucking understand is what gets that for you, then that's living. My wife is really big on, she's very big uh, on what she ultimately wants to do is almost be a consultant on efficiency. Yeah. Make sure you're running the best goddamn way you can. Mm -hmm. And she wants to be able to come into a company and say, look, you're doing this. This is how you should be doing it. We run shit ton better. And in her job, she gets to do some of that. And she feels insanely fulfilled, even though she's super busy. Yeah. Even though she thinks she's getting underpaid, Mm -hmm. she feels fulfilled in the fact that I get to do what I feel like I'm best at and what I feel like I get to, you know what I mean, contribute to society. Oh, you want to, and this isn't to get cheesy as shit on our listeners, Mm -hmm. but you want to know another moment where I was like, I'm doing exactly what I should be doing and I love every second of it. Is when when Rob Schamberger said that we were tweeting. Oh yeah, when trending, we were trending, on Twitter, yeah. yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, it made me feel great. It made me feel like yes, we're making an impact in someone's life. Yeah, whether when I it's, pull up the uh, when I pull up the uh, download reports and I see that fucking uh, map and yeah. there's like 25 countries and right. I'm like, damn. And whether that's cataclysmic, Katie, Mop. Tasty black man, yeah, you know, whoever, yeah, shark bait, heavy set, heavy set, all these big guys, Josh. big Josh, who wants to fucking kill me, yeah, all these guys, it, it, that's that's what makes me, that's my living, yeah. So I like it. Anyway. All right, we'll move on. Cock. <laughs> don't use that as your wrestling name. Yeah, don't use but that. Keep one. us up on updates and hey, you're becoming an indie wrestler. Well, I know a couple guys that interview some indie wrestlers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Returning emailer. Uh-oh. Who is it? I don't know. Mop. No. Charlie. What is up, Captain Awesome? Okay. And ODT, Old Dirty T-Mac, <laughs> back like I never left. It's your homeboy, temporary house husband, and the original PSer, ultimate one here. What? In for this week with more Fragen für ihre Süßigkeiten Arsch Nishama. Five questions for your candy ass. Yeah. No homo. Number one, do you think the WWE panics too much when they are in Chicago and there are talks of hashtag hijack raw? Not, I don't think they do. Not anymore. They know how to handle yeah, this shit. Yeah, not anymore. The first time, yeah. the first, first time, time yes. when they brought Paul Heyman out, 100%. Absolutely, now, yeah. nope. Mm-hmm. Number two, do you see Dean Ambrose fighting for the WWE title in the next few months? No, not the next few months. Oh no, years absolutely. This months, time, no. this time next year, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Number three. Now that that guy still holds the WWE title, who do you think will be next in line? It's gonna be a Daniel Bryan or Roman Reigns. I'm picking Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Number four. Are you as bored with the CM Punk chance as I am? Not when it's used uh, correctly. For example, when it's during the Total Divas. Mm-hmm. I like that because yeah. it's the F you to what we're watching. Yeah. Number five. Hey, T-Mac. Hey. Did you get that thing I sent you? What do you send T-Mac? I don't know. I'm going to check just in case. Hmm. Once again, thanks for all your podcast goodness. Mm-mm. I did not get oh. that. Uh-huh. Sorry if if maybe I missed it, but now I'm all, I'm, P.S. I'm all wondering. 
I would have sent a dollar. <laughs> but it's Monday. It is. I don't have a job. And I don't have shit. Nine ninety nine. Dude, I hope you get a job. Hey, maybe. Maybe I can help you out with that soon enough. Maybe. Maybe you can. Potentially. Or if you relocate to Kansas City, I can mm-hmm, help you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we'd probably more both likely, More likely you, but I'll be the backup plan. Yeah. Ultimate one. Ultimate one. Wow, the Fundfragen. 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 All right. At Heavy Set. Oh, man. Can, mm. I, can I stop you first and yeah. just tell you that I legitimately... My heart drops because I think I'm going to get into an argument. <laughs> All right. He says, what's up? Bad asses. Quick one from me this week because I'm bo- doing my best impersonation of Captain Awesome and multitasking. Oh, good for you. Uh, question. If you could relive any wrestling event and or moment in the history and be front row for it, what would it be? That's it for me. Later, fuckers. Be a Jayhawk. Heavy set. That's a great question. I'm yes. gonna go specific. I'm gonna go specifically an event. I'll let you answer first, but I mm-hmm. I already got it in my head. Where would you go? If I could go back and and it still be a shock and a moment in time that I was unsuspecting, I gotta think the Hulk Hogan heel turns up there. The Undertaker streak broken is a shock, although it came from a boringness out of nowhere. So that kind of gives me mm. pause for that. Fucking. Jason missed it. Yeah. Collector's God. cup. Getting a collector's uh, cup. God. I would think maybe Undertaker Michaels 25. Mm-hmm. You know, WrestleMania 25. But I'm thinking maybe the Hulk Hogan heel turn. Because that was just the biggest shock in wrestling history. Oh, yeah. It was just the stop the fucking presses moment. It was like the what the fuck. Maybe Hogan, Andre the Giant. That was a big deal, WrestleMania three. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking the ninety. I'm thinking as weird as it sounds, Bash at the Beach '96. No, that's a great moment. Yeah. The two that came to my mind instantly is Hogan Rock WrestleMania mm, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah. And then Money in the Bank, John Cena, CM Punk. Okay. Yeah. Front row for both of them. Uh, Dan the Cannon was there. Yeah. With um. Uh, Dave from Oaklawn, who's never contacted this show. Hey. You're listening to what the hell. Who is it? Dave from Oaklawn. Dave from where? Bully Dave. Oh, Bully Dave? I know Bully Dave. Bully Dave. I, I follow that asshole on Twitter. Bully Dave. Bully Dave, you fucking asshole. You better contribute. All right. Or at least listen. Heavy, head of, hit Please. us up. Hashtag to the table. Let us know what your moment would be. Yeah. All of you. I, I will say this, because being a cop out, picking two moments. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna like make me yeah, pick, pick one, one, pick one. You get you get a plane, you get a ticket on the DeLorean. You're going to one. Actually, it's not it's not either of those two. Okay. And it's because I kick myself literally in the ass every day when I think about it. Okay. It's backlash when Hogan won the title from Triple H in Kansas City. Really? It's my hometown and I didn't get to see it. Yeah. You know why? Why? I was in Chicago at Wrigley Field for a fucking wedding. In Chicago. I, I like Chicago. No, I do. I yeah. was at Wrigley Field though. That sucks. But yeah, right. when Hogan won the title from Triple H. Mine would be Bash the Beach ninety six to see that. Both of us are Hogan. Yeah. Interesting. 
G B L. I should have saw that one. Anyhow. What's up, Captain of A? For ass munching awesome and T for transvestite tongue bathing T Mac. Those are very descriptive. On PGBL, back with more shit fuckery for the most excellent Spanish announced table host and the drizzling shits that y'all call listeners. Hell to the fucking Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Woo! Now on with some fucktastic topics for the week of wrestling. Give me a hell yeah. Check, test. (laughs) Give him a hell yeah. Hell yeah. I didn't know if we were still recording. I think I got the hiccups. (laughs) You're so drunk. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is going to be so fun to hear. Come on. <laughs> I'm not that drunk. You are. You're coming. All right. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready to hear mm. this shit. Uh, let's go. I don't think I'm ready. I think you are. Okay. I'll keep it short. Because I'm tired. Oh, Jesus. Yes. For my new job. (laughs) Check. All right. All right. You ready for this shit? T-Mac? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. All right, I'm going to try this again. <laughs> I'll keep it short, because I'm tired from my new job. Goddamn hell, fuck yeah. Congrats on the new job. Yeah, congrats. Yeah. Fucking won. Dean Ambrose. Since his return two weeks ago, his segments have become must-see and is quickly rising up the ranks of the roster. <laughs> With Reigns and Bryan out, he has flourished and has shown both the fans and the WWE higher-ups that he is more than capable of taking the torch from Cena as the next face of the company. Don't agree. You don't think so? I don't think mm-hmm. he can be the face. No, I think he's more the CM Punk. Right. The number two. Well, not even that. I, If you're going to say unstable... The unstable character could never do the Today Show. Yeah, the yeah, never, yeah, yeah. The unstable can never do your media rounds. Now, he did it here, yeah. but he was the shield. Do you think he has to always be the unstable guy? What could he evolve to? Mm-hmm. More stable? No. <laughs> Number two! So the last few weeks, Arden and Kane have been on Rollins' cleanup duty. And Arden complains fucking loudly! So how long till the authority has enough and kicks him out beatdown styles, if at all? And well, who, if anyone, would they replace with him? I kind of keep said. up the fucktastic podcastery. Damn it! You guys rule. Later, motherfucking fuckers. Nashville nutcrushers all around. Hell yeah! Jeeves. 
Are you PSing me <laughs> yourself the PS. with the cadence? Without the PS. Yeah, yeah. with the cadence you of like your... Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Asshole. Yeah. Um, they made fun of the hiccups. Fuck you. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, going back to the face. Oh, give me a headache. I think Dean Ambrose will be our face. Our face. You get what I'm saying? Like, hey, this is our guy. Our guy. That's but what I'm saying. They'll pick someone That's else. That's what I meant by CM Punk. He's right. a solid number two that, like... He's our guy. We would make him our number one. Right. But they're but not good. Someone else will be doing the big time media appearances. Mm-hmm, yes, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Um with what was the second question? I already forgot. I'm so sorry. Oh, how long before Orton? Oh, came Orton? In it? Yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah. I could see in that spotlight of the Daniel Bryan Brock Lesnar, Orton fucking it up for the authority. And costing Lesnar or whoever that is the belt, the babyface gets it, and now Orton has done the babyface turn. Get what I'm saying? Yeah. I could see that at WrestleMania. Uh, and who they would replace him with? Well, it's kind of already Seth Rollins. Yeah. But another if they one. Had to add one yet. If they were to add another one, I could see. Unfortunately, did we not say this on air about your Titus O'Neil idea? Well, Titus O'Neil would replace Kane, but as far as your everyday workers with the storyline, I could see someone in the in the mold of Jack Swagger. Yeah, for your Titus O'Neil replacing Kane idea, though, did we discuss the money aspect? Yeah, no, not on air. We did on air. I liked your idea of. Titus O'Neil is doing this for the money. Yeah, he's just doing it for the money. And every time they're like, what are we going to do about this guy or that guy? And he's Tennis counting the money back, first. Money just yeah, before he talks. 20, 40, yeah, before he talks. 60, they're like, Titus, can you handle this? He's like, 100, 120, what? Yeah. Hit. And they're like, can you handle Big Show? You just put some money in his pocket? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The first thing he, he always says is, is the last dollar bill he counted. Yeah, yeah. I like that. And then puts it in his pocket and then said, what was it again? Yeah. Well, oh, we're taking sorry, care of we Mark saying? Henry? Yeah. yeah, I got it. Yeah. Gotcha. That, <laughs> oh, oh, and that's over. Yeah. I don't oh, care. Yeah. I watched the roster reveal, and they're announcing Punk, Punk. and Cena and all of that. Did they announce Oh, yeah, they announced Punk, but they muted the the crowd reaction. Right, but, yeah. they, but they do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And they do Daniel Bryan, and Daniel Bryan gets yes. a yes. But other than that, and again, they muted the CM Punk, so I'm not entirely sure what it was. But other than the yes, the other thing you heard was, so he's over. Arr. So put him in that heel You know what role. else is over? What? On PGBL. That is true. Let's get into the next one. That was it. What? That was the emails. No way. Yeah. Read them again? Oh, geez. Well, I deleted them. Well, not read them again, but who were they? Well, I deleted them as I read them. So. Oh, well, geez. See, guys, he doesn't care about you. He deletes No, but that you. means that I know that they're gone. And he doesn't I, even and care I about you. miss them. Let me go back into the deleted folder because you're, you're uh, untrusting. I'm a punk-ass bitch. We did Cataclysmic. We did Katie. We did Devil Vamp. We did the cock. Missed the soundbite. We did ultimate one. We did heavy set. And we did on PGBL. Wow, that didn't seem that long. I know it. 
That was fun. Yeah. And the Royals won? Who cares? Continuing on in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> We're going to come back next Their week. Their best pitcher won't be re-signed because their fucking owner hates them. Yeah. Well, that's true. They suck. Listen, 62 was great. This was a fun one. Magic Man. Magic Man. Guys. And also check out Road Stories Episode 1 if you haven't checked it out. And we're going to do Road Stories with Magic Man. Yes. And definitely turn into that one. Tune into that one. Magic Man. All right, T-Mac, we got to get the fark out of here. And we're going to come back next week for Episode 60 Goddamn 3. And that 6-3. is 6-3. By the way, check us out SpanishAnalysisTable.net at Table Show on Twitter or PayPal if you want to give us a dollar. Please. At Table Show. Hey, and if you want to give a dollar to Travis Conley, do that as well. Yes. TableShowGmail.com is the PayPal. Or you can go on the website. It's right on there. And if you want to give it to Travis Conley, just tell us that. Or give us a a dollar. Yeah. T-Money, yeah. And we'll be back next week, episode 63, for the Spanish Announce Table. Hopefully, uh, Captain Austin won't be so intoxicated. Yeah, maybe I'll be a little more into it. Yeah. I'll be a little more awake <laughs> and aware. SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And without gravity, birds would not be able to swallow food. TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Nothing ever stays the same, but you know the name's the game.